outside of India and welcome to Machan Visit the World podcast. I've been lucky enough to be studying at a university in Moscow with students from across the world. I want to use this opportunity to learn more about the different peoples through their stories. Join me on this journey across the world through stories told by the people that have lived them. With me, you're Machan. That means bro in South Indian languages. I hope you learned something new with me today. Hello everybody. We are back and this is the final episode of season 1 of Machan vs the World podcast. We've been all over the world. We started from Sri Lanka, we went to Latin America, through Chile, Argentina, and we had like four nations in Africa with Ethiopia, Uganda, Algeria, and Sierra Leone. And then we went to like far off places in the Atlantic like the Philippines and one part of the world which I really wanted to go but didn't find the perfect person until now was Central Asia and we have reached Central Asia and the country we have today is Turkmenistan which for a lot of people will be the first time they're hearing this name because for me I only heard of this country just a few years back and with me is a person it's a girl whose name is Annabelle from Turkmenistan Annabelle welcome hello how yeah. are you i'm good thank you and you i'm perfect <laughs> good so and i'll just introduce why we call you Annabelle because as you could probably guess there is the Annabelle won't be a common name from Turkmenistan yeah. it's a made up name that we are using for anonymity because today's guest does not want to disclose her identity for this podcast which is completely fine with me and i just want to know what what's up what's up with Turkmenistan so why the, she does not want to disclose her identity we'll find out soon through our conversations with Turkmenistan So how you been doing Annabelle what's up <laughs> <laughs> What's up I'm good like this day it's pretty good mm-hmm. and we're spending summer holiday Yeah yeah So just the weather is a little bit it's hot <laughs> Dude I mean warm. I think it's the warmest summer recorded in 85 years or something It's so warm not just in Russia all I the way you know yeah, last year also was a little bit hot but mm-hmm. we didn't go out because of quarantine yeah. we was in dorms just like yeah, <laughs> spending time true. just hanging out in dorm and now <clears> it's <throat> like staying in dorm is difficult it's yeah, so hot yeah it's so hot we don't have air conditioners yeah. and um just it i can tell that i'm seeing outside first time in Russia this hot yeah. this weather Yeah. I do so. it's like India weather. <laughs> Literally India weather right really? now. Yeah, yeah, it's my my city is like 30 degrees. Okay. Moscow is like 28, 29. And I feel like I came all the way to Russia to experience the cold. Now I have to like <laughs> ex- experience the same weather back home, which is not fun. Yeah, because uh, the humidity is a little bit high from our country mm-hmm. than our country, so uh, it's a little bit to adaptate. It was a little bit hard in the mm-hmm. beginning after we adapted like until now it's so warm yeah yeah it's in our country it's dry and uh, the degrees is uh, more higher uh-huh. but you don't feel like this because of uh, the humidity the vlashness yeah ah, it's okay. low 
Ah, it's lower. Yeah. Okay. So you don't sweat. You don't feel like a pig. Yeah. 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 We don't sweat that much. Like here, we yeah. are like becoming your skin. It became sticky. Sticky. Here. Yeah, yeah. 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 Exactly. That's like like Indian weather because I live near the uh, sea, and the weather is kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. And Moscow is like that. I remember in October when we came to India, they yeah. are like when you are drying your clothes and putting them, yeah. they are not getting dry really? even outside. We <laughs> 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 was drying them in bathroom. Uh -huh. Like there was a special things to dry. Okay. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so uh, that's one interesting thing about Annabelle because she actually came to India, not, yeah. not just for like a few days. She actually was there for a few weeks. Yeah, a few weeks with my family. Yeah. So she came to Delhi, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, New uh, Delhi. New Delhi, yeah. And um, she came for um, medical reasons in yeah. Delhi. And she was there for a few weeks and she got a real taste of India. Yeah. <laughs> a real taste of India, not like the tourist taste. She yeah. actually lived there, lived had there. to deal with Indian people and yeah. Indian foods and all that stuff. And that's, that was really interesting conversations with her. So what's the craziest thing you noticed when you were in India? Craziest thing I will tell you first is the smell. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because no, I, I'm not telling it's bad. It's like uh, normal the smell of um, foods. Uh -huh. And after, like, I can't explain to you, for example, when we was coming from India, in our uh, house also was feeling that smell what was in air of the India. Wow. Because from our clothes, it was coming. Hi. I can explain a little bit that uh, in the in the morning you are um, firing something. Yeah, incense sticks. Y yeah, yeah, that's a little bit, little bit. It's mm -hmm. uh, like so weak, but there is a smell of that, like in your smell. clothes. Yeah, in our so when clothes. you went back to Turkmenistan, yeah, we are feeling oh, <laughs> everywhere. Wow. Well, that's a nice smell. I like it. Yeah, it's that's nice a, smell, really. Yeah, like. How to say in Indian prayer rooms mm -hmm. when the puja puja is like yeah. the, uh, rituals when it's done we light one of these and then it's like this how to say aroma just fills the aroma, room and yeah. everyone is like ah oh, shanti shanti mm -hmm. means peace you uh, like actually you adapted for it and we like uh, the smells we are not doing that much mm. so it was becoming so strong for me in the beginning mm. and uh, I had a head around, oh. head around, not headache. Head like you yeah. got unconscious? Yeah, I was feeling dizzy. Oh, yeah. from that? Oh my God. And then, uh, then someone might be like smoking marijuana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was feeling like <laughs> You were feeling like someone smoking marijuana. That can happen in India. It's like your neighbor might be smoking marijuana mm -hmm. and then they'll like light this incense stick so that you won't smell marijuana. But then like both the smells kind of yeah. mix and you're like, oh, <laughs> that can also happen. And it's it's happened. I had like a little bit like near to that. Okay, is that a conversation? I had adventure, mm -hmm. but um, I will tell you. Mm -hmm. uh, it was uh, I had a strong headache, mm -hmm. and after we went to apotheca and we a pharmacy. Pharmacy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we uh, went there. Tramadol, you know, it's Tram like yeah, Tramadol. yeah, it's for recipes in other countries, in our countries and in Russia also. It's for for recipes. It's for, food? for no, 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 for uh, pain. Ah, for pain. Okay. Yeah. After uh, I find it and like I drink one tablet, and after I'm sitting and waiting, <laughs> my headache didn't go. Uh -huh. 
after I took second uh, second one, after three, third one, you know, four tablets, I what, took it dude? in the same time because I had a crazy headache. Mm -hmm. uh, I couldn't like get up from my fa uh, place after um, what happened. <laughs> we needed to go to hospital mm. for my relatives. After I went in the car, I couldn't go out because of the dizzy, you know, I felt like I, I took like um, marijuana <laughs> or like I, I drink a lot of alcohol. Really? Yeah, did, I, I, I tablets. <laughs> that can fuck up your liver or kidney. <laughs> Maybe, crazy. Like, it was so crazy. <laughs> I was feeling so heavy myself. Wow. Yeah. Don't take four tablets of anything, <laughs> of anything. Of anything, really. Anything. Uh, I didn't have a patient because yeah like, your head yeah, was so, head was so fucked up yeah yeah i can imagine i can imagine yeah that's crazy it was really crazy <laughs> crazy thing and um what commonalities what things did you find common between the people of india and turkmenistan in your short time in india if any um culture mm -hmm. in what aspect and worry in the Clothes. dress uh -huh. yeah <laughs> could you explain <laughs> something you noticed um i was finding there women's with sari mm -hmm. and uh men's with i don't know kandora or how you are calling uh, could, you, could you describe it uh, it's like white dresses uh -huh. uh, shirt and with a long pantalons ah, okay I like, I, uh, like, in, in the southern part we call it jubba and uh -huh. i don't know kameez Kameez, I don't know actually. It's like most of them uh, whom I met, they was Muslims. Yeah. Who is wearing like that? Ah. After the Indians, I find things uh -huh. sink yeah, from sink. They, yeah. Their hair, for example, yeah. how they are doing, like uh -huh. they was doing like long metal yeah, things yeah, yeah, in their yeah. hair. Yeah. And after the some, turban, they are wearing yeah, yeah the turban. turban. Yeah. Yeah. After I find them. Men who is wearing like a kind of skirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that your ritual things, I think. Um, yeah, it's like that red yeah, the thing on there. Bindi, yeah, I think it's called between, Bindi. In, on the head. Uh, that's for men or women? Uh, the men, I find, you know, the kind of they are doing yellow on their hair. Ah, okay. After I find who is doing the woman who uh -huh. is doing like one just dot. One yeah. dot, yeah. On the, um, between the between eyebrows. the eyebrows. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Damn. I, but I liked when the um the woman's who is doing here on their oh, nose. Oh yeah, the nose ring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> nose rings. Some chicks do that. It's, it's so beautiful. So beautiful. Yeah. Some people do it. It's like I want to punch in the face. <laughs> depends. Depends they who does dip, it. Depends really. But wow. <laughs> so how was the entire experience in India overall? How would you? I like the weather. I like. <gasps> I think the you're the first person who says I like the weather in India. Really, I like the weather because I like really uh, rainy weather when uh, so, uh, it's like yeah. rainy. Uh, yeah, and uh, like rain coming suddenly, it's like woo. <laughs> <laughs> after and the sunshine, after yeah. like, it's normal, but like so in some place you can't drive without lights because it's so is high and like you are feeling like you are driving by clothes it was like i don't understand driving by clothes yeah like you are in sky when you are going in plane you understand like you are seeing the clothes 
I don't understand what you saying. You didn't understand. No. For example, when we are flying in plane. A plane, okay. Yeah, and you are seeing the clouds. Of. Like it's like clothes is going when it's rainy. Clouds, okay, okay. Clouds. Yeah, yeah clouds. Okay, clouds. Yeah, yeah. After uh, when it was raining also. Clouds, like you feel like you are in the sky. You understand? Ah, I do, I do. <laughs> and after, uh, what happened? Huh? Strange thing. A little bit. Not. It's not strange. I knew it, but um, to adapt it, every time when we was coming to taking taxi, we was sitting by right side. In Turkmenistan, it's on the left. Or just a minute. No, yeah, v, we, we are. Yes, from no, v... in Turkmenistan, it's from the left, like in Russia. No, Russia is right. Oh my god, in India, I'm confused. India, we Just keep <laughs> left. In India, we drive on the left. In Russia, yeah. right on the right. Like we will enter, uh, sitting to passenger side. Ah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and you're, you're, yeah, from left. Yeah, we are from the yeah. left. So, hmm, that's like all British colonial countries. We keep left and Britain keeps left. But I think Europe also keeps, I'm not sure. But United States, Russia, all these countries keep right. Hmm, yeah. that's really interesting. So. You had a wonderful time in India. We will come yeah. back to India because we have a lot of similarities to talk about. But yeah. let's go to Turkmenistan and let's find Turkmenistan on a map because that's the thing. Uh, Central Asia, in my perspective, mm -hmm. is the most ignored part of the world for most people because, yeah. how to say it? It didn't do well. No, like no, 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 not in that sense. Nothing like wars or conflicts don't happen there. Yeah. A lot I'm of, sure. how do you say, um, there's not a lot of big investments by any of the big geopolitical countries there. And it's one part of the world where not a lot happens that affects people who don't live in that part of the world, in a way. So we don't yeah. get to hear about it. Yeah. First time I heard Turkmenistan as a country mm -hmm. was, I think, in 2012. Mm -hmm. So the Indian national football team came to play in my city, mm -hmm. which is very rare. They only come in like one in five or six years. And I was, uh, you know, I'm a big football fan. Mm -hmm. And I went <laughs> yeah, to I watch that game. And the team's name was Turkmenistan. <laughs> I was like, which country is this? Is it Turkey? Is it, I know that's a stan, so uh -huh. I know it's like somewhere in Central Asia. Yeah. But is it like Turkey plus stan, like Turkey formed a new country or something? And I, I was so stupid back then. And then I googled it and like, there's a country called Turkmenistan, it says former Soviet Republic. Yeah. That's the first time I got to know about Turkmenistan. So let's, for the, the, the listeners, let's kind of lo locate Turkmenistan on the map and explain it from there. I think hmm, Turkmenistan is located how would, how would I play this? Game? It's, um, you know, Caspian Sea. Caspian Sea. But yeah. Caspian Sea is not very familiar for us, to be honest. Caspian Sea is the biggest lake. They are like a... Inland in lake. Biggest lake in the world. Oh. So it's not a sea, it's a lake, yeah? Yeah. It just It's big, that's why we are calling it sea. Sea. And it's salt water. Yeah. Ah. It's salt water. Okay. Like sea. Okay, like sea. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, your neighbors are... We start from Iran, Iran, mm -hmm. Afghanistan, Afghanistan, Tajikistan, mm -hmm. Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. Yeah. Anyone else? And like from other side of Caspian Sea, Azerbaijan, mm -hmm. like we have good contact also. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that is where Turkmenistan is located. It's like a proper Central Asian country. 
to the south side of Russia. And um, in cent let's describe all the Central Asian countries first. Central okay. Asia includes Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan, Tajikistan, Uzbekistan, Turkmenistan. Those are yeah. the five stands. Plus, you can kind of say Azerbaijan is also part of that yeah. uh, community in a way. That is yeah. Central Asia. All these countries have their own differences and they are not, how do you say, very similar to each other. Very. I'm using the word very because before I came to Russia, mm -hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell, identify mm -hmm. a person from Kazakhstan, Uzbekistan or Turkmenistan. After spending almost two years in Russia, now I, I know a little bit about the differences. Not a lot, mm -hmm. but I do know a little bit. So that is Central Asia. And your country, Turkmenistan, borders the Caspian Sea and is in, how do you say, a really interesting location in the sense that it's so close to India. It's like you can yeah, actually from see India <laughs> from Turkmenistan. It's like Afghanistan, Pakistan, like then India. it's India. Yeah. But most of the people in India wouldn't know what is after Afghanistan. <laughs> that is the, our collective ignorance, unfortunately. Yeah. So tell us, what makes Central Asia special? What's the one fact, one of two factors which uh, differentiates Central Asia from all the other of its neighbors, in your opinion? In my opinion, like, um, how to tell? Our culture is just like, it's coming similar. Mm -hmm. yeah, with Uzbekistan, like with a little bit Tajikistan also. Um, and other like Turkish Turkish countries, we are like uh, how to tell um, all of us. Our like uh, grand 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 grandparents mm. are like same person, so mm. you know like uh, there isn't big difference. Right. Just like after um, <clears throat> SSR coming. SSR is the uh, Soviet Union. Soviet Union, yeah. Soviet Union coming. Uh, they, their cultural, our cultural, little bit um, changed. Our even uh, mother language also yeah. writing, handwriting, and after they did the words <clears throat> uh, like Turkmenistan, yeah, because uh -huh. like if we will see from centuries like uh, before coming uh, Soviet Union, yeah. uh, we was living like in uh, half of Iran, Afghanistan, there is in Uzbekistan, ah. you understand? Like it was, it was like, spread, in, in, yeah? If we will see from like old, old, old centuries, the, the first is Selj Seljuk Imperia, uh -huh. and after the um, Akgoyenle, Garagoyenle, uh -huh. And after Osman Imperia, uh, uh -huh. like we Ottoman. all of us, like we were living, you know, even um, in here, this yeah. side, yeah. and like they it was a big area. Ot yeah. Empire, after yeah. like uh, Turkmenistan was moving, uh, living was moving because uh, where the water, you know, in uh, mm -hmm. history, we was moving to yeah. that side, and like moving, 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 and most of the Turkmenians was living now in the, that country where we live. Most oh, of the parts. Okay. Others like they are like mixed and like m because of the after Iranian uh, Hanluk, like uh, imperial they had after the Uzbekistanian Hanluk. Uh -huh. It's like uh, like imperial, yeah. small imperial, and uh, because that's why like our um, 
territory as a place is they became a little bit smaller and smaller and like all of the parts where it's living more Turkmenistanians it was in central of Asia. Ah, okay. Yeah. And our the difference is I don't know um our meals even it's looking like a bit we are wearing long dresses uh-huh. and how we are doing our um hair yeah. even it's similar like so near to Uzbekistanians. okay yeah so <laughs> you when i will tell about turkmenistan you can have idea like how it's looking like uzbekistan and other turkish countries mm. yeah nice if i may Let's look at this from the linguistic lines, the Turkish or Turkic language line, because for me, that is a really interesting uh, language group, mm-hmm. because from what I read on it, mm-hmm. it actually began from Yakutia. I mean, the base of that pyramid uh-huh. actually started in like Eastern Russia. And then as the nomads from the Eurasian steppes moved, mm-hmm. it moved all the way to Turkey, which is almost next to Europe. So at one point, the Turkic language speakers mm-hmm. co- covered all this part yeah. of Central Asia. And that also coincided with the Mongol empires of Genghis Khan, Batu yeah, Khan, yeah. After Kubali Khan. Genghis Khan, he destroyed most of the parts of uh, Turkmenistan, like uh, where lives the Turkmenistan, for example, uh, in map wrote it Oman. Oman? Uh, yeah, here, look, this Oh part, yeah, Oman, yeah. Yeah, uh, near to Yemen, and like Arabia countries, yeah. and like, I read it yesterday from internet, I find it before I, like, exactly, I didn't know if I honestly. Um, there uh, also was living most of the Tur- uh, Turkmenians. Really? Yeah. In, in after, like, yeah. After when Chinggis Khan came, I, I, like, I read it really, like, okay. after um, when Chinggis Khan, Chinggis Khan came, he, and killed yeah he killed of, everybody yeah, <laughs> like genocide uh, yeah genocide of, uh, uh, Turkmenistanians also became uh-huh. and they uh, was there them a little bit in same some parts uh, our blood is mixed we mean Oman people no 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 in Turkmenistan even, in, uh, even mixed in with whom the Mongols yeah ah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the thing there's a fact that I, th- I think one out of every ten people in the Asian continent mm-hmm can has like Genghis Khan DNA like yeah. one out of 10 people because he killed so many yeah. people and yeah. he also fucked a lot of people so that one out of 10 people in all of Asia that includes from China to East almost Eastern Europe yeah so even I think even like Indians will have some Genghis Khan DNA somewhere in there so from what I read like the Turkic language is it's spoken in like Eastern Sibir, Siberia part, mm-hmm. and then Central Asia. In Siberia part, there is, Yakutia. they are, Yakutia, they are talking in, uh, their language is not the kind of Turkish. Wait, um, Turkish language is Russia. Let's find out. Turkish language is Tartars, Tatarstan is in the east. Mm, let me find that out. Because uh, Central East Asia has one particular 
see Yakut language, Siberian Yakut, Turkic Siberian language. Siberian Turkic language. Yeah. Oh, I, even I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Yakut language is actually part of the Turkish okay. group. So from what one video, which is kind of good that I saw yesterday, they said that's like the base of where Turkish languages began mm -hmm. and as the Central Asian nomads moved from place to place, mm. the language spread first through Central Asia mm -hmm. and then it went to Anatolia, which is like more yeah. than Turkey and then to uh, places like Bulgaria, which is, Bulgaria yeah, which is like Bulgar is also a Turkish language yeah. and uh, Caucasus, there are like uh, Circassia, Bashkar, yeah, yeah, all yeah. these are like Kipchak, Kipchak. Kipchak. All those are Turkish mm. languages. And all of these, and even to Moldova, see? Moldova, Ogus. Yeah, Ogus language also. Yeah. It's like kind of, but it's hard for us to understand. Understand, yeah. It's yeah. like an extreme, dis distant uh, relative. Yeah. And like for religious. <laughs> yeah. But it's so interesting because, like, if you look at all these countries, mm -hmm. all these countries are like, used to be the most important part of the world during the time of the when the mongol empire was at its highest i wouldn't call it an empire as such they were like go to one city mm -hmm. kill everybody take all the money and move that was their idea of empiring but that is i think that is that in terms of area mm -hmm. it is the highest single empire in human history in terms of area but i won't call soviet union an empire but in terms of like an king sense yeah it was a high biggest in human history and made many of the languages spoken were turkic languages so it's really interesting that the turkish spoken in anatolia which mm -hmm. is like modern turkey is related to language spoken in yakutia which mm -hmm. is like closer to alaska which is like so eastward than to europe yeah <laughs> which is super interesting and if you look at the map, let's go to the map again. Th there's this gap, like mm -hmm. this part is Turkish languages. Yeah. But northern part is like Indo-European languages. And southern part, which is like uh, Iran, Pakistan, Afghanistan Persian. and India, Persian. Those are also yeah. Indo-European languages. So Turkish language is like this gap between mm -hmm. Europe and uh, South Asia, which separates all these language groups, which makes Turkish really interesting for me. So, in the modern sense of Turkish languages, I have a Azerbaijani roommate, a Turkmen roommate, and a Turkish roommate, and all of them can understand each, each other, other when yeah. they speak in their languages. Yeah. I, and I can understand shit. <laughs> but that's really interesting. So, tell me, which other Turkish languages are for, easy for you to understand? As a Turkmenistan Look, uh, speaker. Turkey and Azerbaijan is so close to each other. Because, uh, you, you know, if I will give you an example, mm -hmm. like, um, in Turkish, they are telling, like, I will do something, they will, bir şeyler edeceğim. Okay. And uh, in Azerbaijanian, they are telling, bir şeyler ederim. Like, That's the so M, 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 yeah. and M. Yeah, yeah. Its end is a little bit uh, changing, and it's like, Mm. Even in Turkmenistan, there is we have the so different dialects, but we can understand each other. But where we live near to uh, Uzbekistan, 
we understand more our like where is living as a near to Caspian Sea because our language is a little bit mixed with Uzbekistanian oh. language. And yeah. so like our the classic Turkmen uh, classic Turkmen language is a uh, where is like using in capital usually uh -huh, uh -huh. and their dialect little bit little bit uh, different from classic also. Okay. I will tell like classic mean the one is written in your like what you used to write. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. After uh, you know even in our looking also mm -hmm. in our looking, looking mean looking as a like, like how, how, how the people are, look. People oh, look. Okay. Yeah. Uh, like from faces, you can't tell like his or she is from Turkmenistan or no. You understand? Uh -huh. Because um, parts towards near to Iran mm -hmm. and Caspian Sea are looking like a little bit Iranian and the Turkish Azerbaijanian. Mm. Uh, where we live near to Afghanistan and Uzbekistan, our uh, faces look a little bit. Uh, you know, uh, almond eye, ah, like um, like more Asian, more Asian, oh, yeah. Okay. And you know, our faces, our eyebrows, hair yeah. type of hair also wow. a little bit is uh, um, different. different, yeah. Ah. So like, it's literally for me also. It's interesting, and I can understand why it's happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because. Wait, so uh, since I have a lot of Turkmen friends, I told uh -huh. you, right? I have a lot. I think most of my friends from Central Asia are from Turkmenistan. Mm -hmm. So since I know them, if I see a Turkmen person, I'm able to identify a Turkmen person from any other Stan at this point of time. And Turkmen people have this particular unique, uh, how do you say it? They look in a unique way. Yeah. They, you guys look a little bit Indian, a little bit. I would say very, you look more Indian than other Stan people. Really? Yeah, I feel so. <laughs> I, I feel so. But it's like Turkmen people are like the mix between Persian and uh -huh. Asian. It's yeah. In the middle. Yeah, it's in the exact middle. middle is like Turkmen you people. You can find all of the cards. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. With white skin, with brown skin, uh -huh. like all of us. Like, um, it's normal. Like, I don't know. I don't see more different. Even me, when I'm seeing someone, I can't tell like, oh my God, you are from Turkmenistan. We are from same country. No, it w I know them when they start to talk yeah, from exactly. our language. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Damn. That's interesting. So you speak a few languages, right? You speak Turkish? Turkish. Uh, I can speak a little bit Azerbaijanian uh -huh. uh, and a little bit Uzbekistan language. Wow. But it's a little bit, Uzbekistan is a little bit hard. If I will live there one week, I can it talk is, yeah. with them normal. Okay. Yeah, because I, long time, before, you know, uh, we were in childhood watching more um, Uzbekistan films. Really? Yeah. Do, but Uzbek people tell me they watch more Indian films. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, we, we watch also Indian films, uh -huh. Uzbekistan films and Russian, Turkish. Wow. That's, That's why we, like, for us to understand them, it's so easy. It's so easy, right? Yeah. That's the thing, like, my roommates, they watch Turkish serials all the time. In, you heard this called Ertugul? Ertugul. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting one. They, they were watching Ertugru. it. And yeah, they are like. It's it's really interesting being Central Asian because you are exposed to I would say four cultures in a way: mm. Russian, 
Turkish, Turks. Indian, a lot of Indian, <laughs> and I think Iranian too. Iranian too, yeah. So you get you're in that middle point where you have exposure to so many different languages that you guys have this. How do you say? It? You are um, flexible. To learn in the future, because in the childhood you watch all these different yeah. languages. So and uh, you know, even when I came to India, we have a little bit similar um, words. For example, bache. Bache, yeah, means kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> in our language also. Yeah. And uh, you onion, how you are calling pias? No? I don't know in North Indian. In New Delhi, when I met uh, wait, let me translate. I don't know. I don't speak Hindi that well. I don't speak Hindi <laughs> at all, to be honest. Uh, where is it? Look, piaj. Piaj. Piaz. Piaz. Yeah. Oh, that's how you, I told you. You guys say piaz. <laughs> yeah, we are, where I live, we uh, are calling piaz. Wow, and I, I can give you an example. Darwaza. Darwaza. Yeah, yes, it's do, gate. Yeah, <laughs> do. We say darwaza. Not not we like Hindi say. And what else? Kitab? Kitab. Kitab is uh-huh. book, right? Mu'alim. Uh, mm. You have? Like Mu'alim. In our like, in oh. Arabic also they have Mu'alim. What does that mean? It's teacher. Mu'alim. Ah, Mu'alim. Mu'alim. No, no. Look, it's a little bit in near. No? You, you know that song? <laughs> yeah, I know this song. Yeah, it's like sad lamzirid. I, I, I didn't know. Yeah. Wait, wait. English, Hindi for teacher is different. It's like uh, Adhyapika. Yeah, Adhyapak. No, Shikshak. there is maybe other. Shikshak. Ustad. Ustaz. Ustaz, it's more Uzbekistan. Uh, in Uzbekistan, they are calling Ustaz. Ustaz. Uh-huh. Uh, Ustad, yeah, we say that. Ustad. Ustad is master. Ma- ma- uh, yeah, master. Yeah. Ustad. In our country, Ustad, we are call- in where I live, it's mm-hmm. uh, master. master. Yeah. Wow. Uh, do you have this word? Mm. Ah, you have this one. Kusti. Kusti. Gusti. Uh, like wrestling. Ah, kushti. Ah, kushti. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah That's yeah. a Persian word which came to India. Ah, so we okay. say, in in South side we say gusti, but in the North they might say kushti. 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 Which is really, really interesting. Yeah. Uh, if we will like see um, who's Afghanistanian uh-huh. uh, language also, I said, from there, you know, yeah. Pakistan, India, yeah. they say they have similar things and maybe from there we have or yeah. they have from us, I don't know. Like we mix it a little bit. Do you know the Mughal dynasty? Mughals. Mughal dynasty? It's like, um, how to say? It's Babur. Babur. So yeah. he is like the founder of the Mughal dynasty, which is like one of the Mughal oldest dynasty yeah. in northern part of India. And he was from, if I'm not mistaken, Uzbekistan. He was born in Anjijan, Uzbekistan. Yeah, Anjijan. Yeah. So he brought... He brought that Taj Mahal scene yeah, yeah. also. It, it's his uh, great-grandson, I think, Shah Jahan, yeah. who built the uh, Taj Mahal. So there was like Babur, Akbar, uh, Shah Jahan, Jahangir, uh, and a few other people. I forgot all of them. But that's the interesting thing. So he came from Central Asia to India and he founded the biggest, uh, how do you say, empire of yeah. medieval India. And he brought a lot of culture from the Central Asian steps too. He, and he is related to uh, Genghis Khan. Genghis Khan. Yeah. He's like, uh, he was a descendant of Timur. Uh-huh. And Genghis Khan through his father and mother as well. So he's like Timur and Genghis Khan. So 
he is that royalty and he brought it uh, all this culture but his empire brought more persian culture to india than uh, yeah than uh, Tur- turkish, turkish culture yeah N- but uh, like if he's from uzbekistanian i don't know which centuries they are uh, that 1483 ah, that times also in Turkmenistan they was talking Arabic in Persian uh-huh. uh, in Turkey language all languages was there wow. mixed it was so yeah like uh, from that centuries I get it why it was in Persian yeah. and in yeah Arabic. it's really interesting for me because that's why like most Indians don't know about Central Asia but a lot of the history of India is connected to Central Asia. Yeah. And it's re- that, that's why when, every time, like for example, when I eat like plov, yeah, so, plov. like Uzbeki plov, it kind of reminds me of like Indian rice dishes too. Yes. And a lot of things, there's so much connections there, which yeah. is not being explored. So we are exploring it today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. There is a lot of interesting things. Yeah. So let's go back to um, Turkmenistan. Who in Turkmenistan history is considered like your greatest emperor or your greatest dynasty or greatest emperor? Seljuk. Seljuk, yeah. Osman. S- uh, could you say... Uh, from like... Uh, Sil- Seljuk Imperia. From Seljuk Imperia starting. Uh, could you, uh, could, how do I sp- uh, spell it? S-E-L-J-U-K. Oh yeah, still yeah, okay. Empire. Okay. Mhm. Wow, that's a quite a big empire, isn't it? Yeah. You see, as there is Oman near to yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Oman is part of, part of it. Seljuk dynasty. Yeah. Wow. And who's the biggest uh, emperor? Empire. I mean, who's the biggest emperor? Um. Tugiri. Uh, uh, like. Toro. Al-Qaim al-Nasir Tawrul 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 First Tawrul United the Turkmen Various of the Great Eurasian Steps in the Confederation of Tribes Okay Tawrul Big Okay And what's the capital in Turkmenistan? No, the capital was here Nishapur That sounds Indian Ah, that's in Iran In in Iran, yeah Uh It's in Iran because here, look, uh, already here is Turkmenistan yeah, and here is Iran. Iran. Okay. It, by the way, it's a little bit near to Tehran. Ah, no, no, it's far. Tehran is here. Yeah, it's a, it's a little bit more towards yeah. the south. Okay, so why do Turkmen people consider this dynasty important for them? Like, in your history, why is this considered uh, important? Because... Um, from that uh, time after we start to separate mm-hmm. the countries and after you know the from the our um, language also start to change and mm. a little bit go we understand so like Turkmen language started to be f- started to form yeah okay uh, bec- uh, there was Turkey languages but like all Turkey so I don't know the until now, modern Turk- Turkmen language it came like by changing, changing, changing. Yeah. Understand? Yeah. By the centuries, and from like first the biggest empire is the Seljuk. After it start to 
because of the words uh-huh. disappear it not yeah. disappear the um, G- divide uh, divide yeah yeah it starts to divide and like other impurities start to come come yeah mm. became interesting and at one point like how to say it uh, before the Soviet Union, before the Russian Empire mm-hmm. came, did like the borders of Turkmenistan or Azerbaijan, did something like that exist? The idea of like Turkmenistan or mm-hmm. Uzbekistan or Kazakhstan, because all these places were parts of different empires, like you told, at different points of time. So when did the idea of these borders come up? When do you think uh, those things came up? Was that a Soviet Union? Soviet Union started to came, uh, when Soviet Union came to Turkmenistan because you know from the Caspian Sea they start to like before also they had um, business uh-huh. between the countries. Yeah, and after they start to come uh, closer to Russian uh, people like our nationalities, the Turkmenistanians, because uh, in. Fiatal, I don't know in English how it's calling. How does it? The censure of like feudal to capitalism. A feudalism to capitalism. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from we was in feudalism and Russian already was in capitalism uh-huh. and they are seeing like other countries also they are uh, how to tell they are pushing on them they are keeping most of them like um, how to tell. Um, Arab. Uh, slaves. Slaves. Yeah. Like it starts uh, that centuries and like um, Turkmenistan didn't de- develop. It was like going regressing. Okay. Like it was like more um, late from other countries. Mm-hmm. So um, they start be like more closer to Russia. And after uh, first Soviet Union, like mm-hmm. uh, offices opened in, in uh, Ashgabat, if I don't mistake. Okay. And after uh, they decide, like uh, all of the Turkmenians, uh, they I don't know, like after the series became after one year of uh, Soviet Union offices opened in Turkmenistan. It's a year exactly. I don't know. It was I think one thousand. Occupation of Turkmenistan. Of mm, it came after the Russian Revolution. So, yeah, Let's, that I, in re, that revolution, even Turkmenistanians also inside of Russia and they're fighting. Oh, okay, helping like yeah. Can can we go back? Because in when I studied Russian history in Putfak, mm-hmm. I learned that. Before the Soviet Union, mm-hmm. the Russian Empire, mm-hmm. they came into uh, Central Asia. There was wars between yeah. Persian Empire Russian. and the Rus- Russian Empire in Central Asia. Yeah, at that time also it was like close after uh, when Soviet Union is became, uh, they um, open in Turkmenistan. Also already they had good connect. You understand mm-hmm. their f- uh, friendship. Yeah. After. Um, Turkmenistan became Tessir. Turkmenistan Yeah, but let's talk about the pre-SSSR time. What do you think was the situation when 
a European empire mm-hmm. was spreading into Central Asia. Mm-hmm. What, and they were fighting the Persian Empire, who... Yeah, Persian Empire, yeah, yeah the Britain now, like uh, UK, mm-hmm. uh, it was coming, uh, you know, in our area, to our, our area, because between the Afghanistan and the Turkmenistan, they wanted, I don't know, yeah. to start to a little bit war, yeah. and after Russia came to help... And How did she came to help? Yeah. Okay. They they didn't want to give that places also Russia. I like to, you will see from other way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to um, to UK, the British. Yeah, yeah. To British people because already there was like. Yeah, they had side. India. So yeah. That's the thing. Like so, at one point, India and Indian British Empire yeah. and Russian Empire shared a border between modern day Tajikistan and Afghanistan, I believe. Yeah, from bo- Afghanistan and to Turkmenistan, they start to came like yeah. to our side. After Russia came more closer to us, and mm. after we go to like I can't tell the side of Russia, mm. and after um, they stop this war, and we became after Tsar, that Soviet Union. Oh, part so- of Soviet Union. Part of Russia. So the Russians kind of came to stop the British from advancing into Central Asia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From that time, and they did the border uh, between Afghanistan and Turkmenistan. But even from other side of border, there is uh, the Turkmen, ethnic Turkmen. People living in Afghanistan. Uh, Even today, I think. Even today, yeah. Right. And after that, the... uh, uh, the revolution happened in Russia mm. and did Turkmenistan exist as its own country before the Soviet Union? Like, own country? As in a country no. called Turkmenistan? No. No, no it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't. No. So it After. was like a Soviet Union concept that all the Turkmen people live in a country called Turkmenistan and they and drew Uzbekistan the border. Also, after, no, they drew the border when, um, when Turkmenistan wanted uh, the, our Nezavisimist. Uh, independence. Independence, yeah. When did Turkmenistan want its independence? It's uh, 1917. Uh, like when? 96, 97. I, I, I'm born, I, I was born in 97. <laughs> no, no. What, what happened during that time? 1991 is when the Soviet Union oh, fell. Yes, 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 yes. Just a minute, just a minute. Um. Take your time. Mm. Mm. Corazon. In 1936, it became to say like a socialist Soviet Republic. Yeah, after when? No, you said when did Turkmen want independence? Is it before this? No, 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 it's all right. Is it before or after? That's my question. Before this or after this? I don't want the exact year. Born when uh, In independence. Independence. 
I don't understand. Like you said, Turkmen people wanted independence. Nezavisimist. Uh-huh. Yeah. Was it before this date or after this date? Before 36 or after 36? After, after. So much after. So it's like when the USSR collapsed in 1991. That's when like most uh, countries in Central Asia became independent. Uh, look, it's ni- yes, yeah, 91. 91. 1991. Yeah. Uh-huh. When the after. Soviet Union was collapsing. Yeah. So let's go back to the previous question. So who drew the borders between Uzbekistan and uh, Turkmenistan? The Russian Empire. Uh, they did, you know, uh, analysis mm-hmm. where the more Turkmenistanians mm-hmm. and uh, so after by after that analysis they drew the board. Uh, the Russians. Turkmenians. After the, the because of the Russians, they show that this places is ours and we want to get our independence. You understand? But that was in 1991, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And already, th- after, the, when they get our, uh, their dip- independence, they drew this. But uh, Turkmenski SSSR was formed in 36. SSSR. Yes. Turkmenski uh, SSSR. SSSR. Yes. Who drew the borders for Turkmenski SSSR? The... At that time, you know, it was like... Um, Together with Uzbekistan, uh-huh. Turkmenistan. Um, ah, so yeah. so Uzbekistan didn't exist then. Kazakhstan, that's the parts also. So it was, you know, it's there wasn't um, exactly the line board. Really? Wait, let, yeah. let's look at a map of uh, socialist Russia. And where are these? Ah, so but there was a Kazakh SSR. Yeah, that boards. Uh, I don't know how it was like exactly after it's um, changed. Oh, uh, so it's changed. It this after. border is not the modern border. Yeah, it's different. It's not yeah? modern. Yeah. Mm, okay. So it's safe to say that these borders were drawn by the either the Russian Empire or the Soviet Union to divide all the people living in Central Asia based on their language or ethnic lines. So one Kazakhstan is like where most of the Kazakh people mm. live. Turkmenistan is where most of Turkmen people live, and that's how all the Central Asians became divided. Yeah. It, Look, is it looking like it's modern? A little bit near, mm-hmm. but it's not exactly. Not same. exactly. Yeah, I think in. I know. How is it? It is. It is. Yeah. It's, it's they show it now with modern one I think with modern board and with they paint it you understand okay I don't think that this is a Soviet Union map or that oh yeah 89 this, see? See, it, this. It, it's accurate is it modern no. I, I no, don't no, know. no 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 here it's wrote Soviet Union so, uh, Soviet Uh, Federated Socialist Republic, ah, 1989. Soviet, yeah. Hmm. I don't yeah, know. It is. It is. It is more or less modern, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. Uh, or the just how I remember there wasn't that much exactly the like this is Turkmenistan. You mm. understand? Because mm. so after they did like they put boards mm-hmm. before like they know it where. Mm-hmm. 
most of the Turkmenians mm -hmm. because you know uh, we also was the same our places from other right. countries so um, after exactly the drawings became the ah. lines they, they there was without words uh, I can't tell we, we could at that time go normally to Uzbekistan yeah to yeah because Uzbekistan. because yeah. SSSR was like one country right yeah. you can travel wherever you want yeah. And you can go to Uzbek or whatever nation. Like European Union. Yeah, like European Union. Yeah. Interesting. So, so I, um, I want to ask this question when the idea of Soviet uh, Union mm -hmm. is a very a state built on communist, Marxist, Leninist lines where religion is considered almost... Uh, it's, it's, religion is like marginalized mm -hmm. where for state enforced atheism is the norm in at least in the extreme states of states of the Soviet uh, um, Soviet Union during Stalinist times and the post-revolution times. How did these five Muslim countries adapt to living in a socialist republic where religion was kind of zaprajon, kind mm. of prohibited. And how did these five Muslim countries adapt to coming under power from Moscow, which is in Europe? I always wondered how these countries uh, manage themselves in a Soviet system. Do, do you have any, what does your parents say or your grandparents say about the Soviet system? And from one, the religious aspect, mm -hmm. and second, the power sharing aspect. Mm. Um, look, uh, my grandpa, for example, he is, was born in 1941. Mm -hmm. So before him, um, when I was reading the book, it was a history of one village. There they are um, telling that when first Russian was coming, more like, you know, we have river Amudarya. Mm -hmm. There was more uh, in ships, they was doing the sailings and they were sending for other countries, for for example, even to other Afghanistan, Tajikistan, these countries um, selling okay. the business. And when they was coming, they, for example, Turkmenians, they was working with them, <clears throat> taking work, work, and they are explaining, for example, we didn't have, they are telling, the, you know, lamp before they was doing with oil, mm -hmm. fire. Mm -hmm. uh, Turkmenians were like in that site where they live, in that village, for example, they didn't have this thing. They saw first time. They saw first time the, um, the matchstick. Matchstick, okay. yeah. After um, these things, you know that it's more mod uh, modern. modern and more developed. These things, I think, motivated most of the human where they live. Mm -hmm. And after they start to be closer, closer. With, with the Russians, Russians okay. yeah, and Russians start to came more and more to our countries to do the uh, the factories, uh -huh. uh, all yeah, learning our histories, places, these things, and 
after that war, the revolution in mm-hmm. uh, Russia, the Soviet Union came, mm-hmm. and we became that you again to the Tsar. And when uh, they became a little bit in how uh, Turkmenistanians, we tried to keep our religion, mm-hmm. our traditions. Mm-hmm. Um, they wasn't that much for pressuring. Oh, uh, suppression so, so wasn't there. Yeah, to like. If you are like Muslim, okay, stay Muslim. But if you are uh, want to do war or something, of course they will <laughs> do with you. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. Uh, after there was Michid, they didn't destroy. Oh. You understand? Yeah, yes, but, but in Russia it's the opposite. They actually destroyed churches, turned churches into party offices and libraries and you know, communist, like, it, they kind of defaced religion mm. in the Russian, or maybe in the Ukraine and Belarus too, I don't know. But they didn't do the same in Central Asia. They didn't, like, destroy mosques or stop worship or anything like that in mosques. Um, yeah, they didn't destroy, mm. how I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, after the, they started to do schools, these things, you know, uh, before in uh, our countries where live uh, Hiva, you know, there was, was Hiva. Hiva? Yeah. What's that? It's uh, like Bukhara Hanle, Hiva Hanle, it's like empires. Empires, ah, okay, okay. Yeah, and um, in our side was m- more the universities, like uh-huh. Medresen, uh-huh. that times. Um, after the Chinggis Khan came and they destroyed oh, okay. and they they fire all of the libraries yeah. and after they, they kill the professionals, yeah. the teachers and that from that centuries it stopped education mm. and after um, I think because of that Turkmenistan didn't develop and you know it's um, separated from mm-hmm. because they lose their head Right. Like, yeah. yeah, I understand. After um, le- their leader, they lose their leader, and that's why they was like living, like small parts, small parts. How they uh, can find like where? Nomads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so when Russia came, they start to collect them, mm, and unite. they became like more leader. Yes. Right. They became leader for Turkmenistanians. Ah. Okay, I understand. So and Russia played this role of uniting different tribes who was collecting, who collecting all of them. together. Yeah. And Russia did Russia create this Turkmen identity of Estan for Turkmen? Was that a Russian concept? Did the or an Estan for Uzbek? Before no, before, that, from before it was like calling Turkmenistan. Uh, okay, so that identity was there as a, as like a Turkmen. Stand for Turkmen, it was there even before the Russians. Yeah, but the Russians kind Russian. of brought all these different uh, tribal groups together yeah. and made it because, into Because you know, there is, we have the, um, our dessert, mm-hmm. the big dessert, and. Kar- Karakum. Uh, Karakum. Karakum. Yeah. yeah, they was living in like. Who is living there? The desert is, was like small part. The, who is living near to Caspian Sea is that part. After near to uh, River Amudarya, 
that part the, yeah. the, this part they was living you know they they had um, their leaders yes of course but um there wasn't one leader who is collecting yeah, all exactly, of the exactly exactly yes. so russians played so that role when russians came mm. yeah interesting and what was the other part of it's like you know um, it's strange for an indian perspective where you have one capital mm. in moscow mm. and they give you the orders to turkmenistan you do this yeah. uzbekistan you grow wheat kazakhstan you build a nuclear power plant mm. it's it's very centralized the power and in a communi- communist totalitarian system of the 30s it is very centralized So how does the Repub- Central Asian republics Cause, you feel know, about that? Uh, Turkmenistan also was like republic. Mm-hmm. Like they had also their like had like president, but he's like smaller. Yeah, compared to like, uh, like vice president. Yeah. And they was controlling like that. Yeah. They are after asking from visitor presidents from that countries. Like I'm giving example yeah. that time how they was calling I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um so like how Russia controlling all of this his uh, territory is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the administers. But the, wasn't it more centralized the communist system where the where all the powers were in Moscow and these were like how do you say mm, mm. states where in a sense they do have autonomy but not to the level as you can say in modern russia yeah look uh, russians also was coming and living in with us yeah so in every village they open the community mm. in a social community and after the you know from the villages after you, you um for example um like world worldwide <laughs> how are they the internet how they are like you know um like the world wide web from it's like um, spider web uh-huh. in every point where the between them they connect you understand in every even the small villages they was opening the offices the russian, com- russian the community okay. yes uh social community so it comes it's taking it's more telling is more uh, correct okay and after they are giving all of the information the biggest office and after to uh, capital the, ah okay to moscow okay. it was coming so there was a so, system yes where? systems and um, they were uh, controlling turkmenians and russians together Mm. And Russians were moving to Turkmenistan. Yeah, moving to Turkmenistan. Until now, until now, we have the people who is living, in, uh, who came in that times from mm. Russia, and they are talking Russian. Yeah. That's why, like, um, we had like, even our language, we are like um, mixing with Russian, with Russia, and Turkmenians. You know the ends. Yeah. It's a Turkmenian beginning is Russian, Russian or yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We do the same with English and our language too. Uh, yeah. What well, like that? Did your grandfather speak Russian? Yeah. He, so he spoke uh, speaking until now he didn't that and he's speaking so good in Russian. In Russian. So from your grandparents age they started teaching Russian in school. Yeah, in in SSSR. Yeah, in SSSR. So how are the languages taught? 
is everything taught in Russian and they teach Turkmen too or everything is maths and science is taught in Turkmen and they teach Russian like an extra language how is it taught in um, SSSR schools there is a Turkmen language mm-hmm. and they there is an extra Russian if I will tell it like this it's more correct it's extra Russian they all of them were talking like most of them could talk in Russian mm-hmm. and um, most of the other programs was in Turkmen language but we were writing in Russian um, alphabet. alphabet ah so before the Russian alphabet which alphabet did you use for Turkmen language Arabic Persian Arabic Persian yeah that script yeah so one day everyone was writing an Arabic script and then when the Russian um, Soviet Union came you guys switched to the Cyrillic script mm. so is there any person in Turkmenistan who still uses the Arab Persian no. script no. no we forget oh we forget it at all so now everyone uses only the Russian yeah. script even it. like in Persian there isn't people who's talking in Persian or Arabic No, I mean, talking in Persian? Talking or? also. That before, oh, before they came, there was? Before the Russian came, there was. There was Persian-speaking yeah. and Arabic-speaking people. Yeah, Turkish and Persian was more. Ah. And it's one part, like Turkish and uh, Arabic. Ah, wow. That's really interesting. But it was more uh, close to Persian language. Because we we have the poems of our, like, old from old centuries poets uh-huh. they wrote you know the old Turkish it's like uh, now our Turkmen language half Russian half Turkmen uh-huh. before it was half Persian half Turkmen like, oh because yeah it was part of the Persian Empire yeah. so that influence was really wow that's really interesting <laughs> if I will like original that poems if I read I will not understand most of like Because if I, I will understand uh, five or ten percent from that poem uh-huh. the words wow five or ten that's very less yes isn't so it? less wow that's really interesting so Turkmen SSSR have you ever felt in a way that how India and the African countries were mm-hmm. colonies for England, where they would take away the resources, take away the talented people to go work in England and other places, and just exploit without giving anything back to these countries. Would you say the relationship between Russia and the Central Asian Soviet states during the time of SSSR was similar because mm. there is an argument saying yeah it's it was kind of a pseudo colonialism where central yeah, asian countries their resources were taken by the main country of russia yeah under the umbrella of the soviet socialist republic what would your thoughts on that be um how to tell <laughs> i don't know how to explain it now um since uh, russians came to our side um mentality culture start to a little bit change mm-hmm. um and i will tell even uh we was that much like muslim muslims and we start to a little bit take from culture of russians mm-hmm. so uh, and the factories start to came 
they start to build factories and other things, people start to live more better. In mm-hmm. SSSR? In SSSR, okay. yeah, from the uh, previous we, we situation. Compare the, yeah, before Esther and after Esther, Russia, eh, Turkmenistan was living a little bit better. better. Okay. Yeah. And after the, you know, the day by day, the, the small children, even they are uh, going to schools, they start to take education and their mind thinking start to change after, from that, that colonialism, how uh, we we are not telling to Russia they like uh, colonized and they exploited uh, like exploited, yeah. exploited no we can't okay because from that uh, time until now we have that factories in until we are using them okay they find that oil they find most of the gases right yeah so um, it came to us much better to develop after the mm. grow start like keep it grow yeah so i can't tell they was uh, controlling like uh, britain right uh, india uh, controlling like right. india no it was like more a little bit softer right yeah so it wasn't an exploit resource relation they actually invested in education yeah, they was taking these things but even the russian the Turkmenistan wasn't poor even they are taking mm. but they wasn't uh, like letting poor uh, our uh, nationality mm. right so you think there is the, positive because, because a kind of the uh, Soviet like community in the union um they was like all of them will be like in same level to live they're um equal like they yes they, um, try to keep equal when they came for example the soviet union um there was t- a time they took all of the things of uh, the rich persons yeah yeah they destroyed them yeah yeah after they tried to keep equal everybody equal yeah. everybody no one equal. should be rich yeah. Every, it's like mm, how to say illuminate the bourgeoisie class yeah and so, that was actually good for Turkmenistan in the sense that people started getting educated, modernization yeah, happened. Yeah, that's why we um, there is wasn't big difference from poor and rich mm, people. Okay. They they didn't do it by two classes. Right. So they was keeping the same equal, trying, and after. But that equality. Mm-hmm. Is the life of a person who lives in Moscow, in SSSR, equally comparable to a person who lives in Ashgabat, in Turkmen SSSR? Because Moscow has the biggest university in yeah. the time, has a metro system, which is was the biggest in the world. All these are drawing resources from the other republics and it's concentrating it in a major city like Moscow or Peterburg or any of the European cities, while Ashgabat or uh, Nur Sultan, these cities didn't have any of these. So in terms of equality of the people in that republic, yes, I, I can think agree. Yes. But in terms of all the republics, mm. it's a very Russia-centric, Moscow-centric mm. system where 
and from my perspective, all the resources go to Moscow. Yeah, but even there, like even even there was a hidden rich people. Also. In Moscow, you mean? No, even in Turkmenistan. In oh, Moscow who, also. Who are the hidden rich people? They wasn't like after when people start get rich, mm-hmm. they was uh, hiding it. Mm-hmm. If they will show, they will show. They will uh, take their things. Yeah. So there is was like how, for example, our parents are telling even in school, and they're wearing. There is was difference. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was difference after because of that. After when we took our independent, independent, uh, they did uniform to not show who is the more rich and rich, who is the poor. Right. Uh, to not feel that um, feeling right. for children, yeah. And what about the thing that which I just told, where the Moscow centricism of the SSSR? Mm-hmm. What do you think was sentiment of Turkmen and Uzbeks and Kazakhs to that particular thing, where in the SSSR everyone is equal, mm. but people in Moscow are more equal than the people in Ashgabat? Yeah, because I think that because of the how to tell the level of living before and after they were happy with that they were okay the um for example in moscow they was more developed and of course their culture and their mentality maybe was uh, more different than ours okay. and after we start to like year by years they start to develop grow 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 Turkmen. Turkmens. okay yeah and when it's became like near to Russians, how they are living, for example. Even in Russia, you know, uh, Moscow and St. Petersburg, they are not until now the same like with other uh, cities of, of, uh, of Russia. Yeah, like yeah. other Russian cities so, are quite poor, are not as developed as St. Petersburg. Yeah, so Turkmenistan also was like kind of other parts of Russia. Mm, in that sense, yes. Yeah. Mm. And of course, the capital is the capital. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But even in modern Russia, mm-hmm. Russia's Federation, the budget of Moscow by itself is, I think, thirty percent. I I need to check a video. This is you gotta fact check this, guys. It's like thirty percent of mm-hmm. one city is thirty percent of all the other cities combined, which is an insane amount. Yeah. But Moscow is the biggest city in Europe. It's I think school Istanbul, I think either one of these is the biggest city in Europe. But yeah. And one question. Was there a lot of movement of Turkmen people to Moscow and Saint Petersburg during SSSR where you guys would go to universities like yeah. Lomonosov? Yeah. There was a lot of movement between there people. Is, yeah, mm-hmm. there is there is was uh, people who is coming to Russia to study. Mm-hmm. Even my dad uh, um, was studying in where, like near to Amur, in Amur, you know. The near Amur is in east side. East side near. There is border with uh, China. China. Amur, yeah. Amur is yeah. like near Vladivostok. Vladivostok, uh, yeah. Khabarovsk, 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 yeah. 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 Um, he was uh, studying there mm-hmm. after he come back when. Turkmenistan took their independence. Oh. Yeah, until that time, you know, there is was, uh, for example, my dad um, studied there, but my mom was studying in Turkmenistan. 
in capital and the program was same with Russia. Oh, okay. They it was, was standardized. Yeah, the mm. was, you know, the groups um, who is uh, studying in Turkmen language and who is in Russian. My mom was uh, studying in Russian language. Oh. At her university, she graduated, yeah. So oh. my mom, my dad, my grandparents, uh, all of them, they are... Studying in... Yeah. Mm. They speak. They are speaking until now. They are teaching us. They are correcting our mistakes in Russian. Really? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's true. Because after, um, like year by year, there is less people who is speaking in Russian. Yeah. Now you mean? Now, after yes. With before, uh, if we will compare from that time and now. No. Yeah. It's less. it's yeah. getting less. Yeah, getting less. What do you think it happens to the? culture and the people of a country for example all the soviet republics in Indonesia, you mm -hmm. had all that different languages and then suddenly russian became the main language you started to speak russian between each other what do you think happens to that country the culture and the people when suddenly a new language comes and it's kind of enforced well, upon even, you even the turkmen language you know there is um, a lot of dialects mm -hmm. And when uh, the South Union is came, they did the, the classic Turkmen language together. They made it standardized, did, one yeah. Turkmen language. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They uh, learned which dialect there is, they collect, and they did the, the medium language mm. for Turkmenians to study. Standardized. They yeah. start to give the knowledge mm -hmm. for even the big uh, persons who want to work in government, they was teaching them uh, Russian language and how to write in Krylice, who was mm. calling that time, is a kind of Russian language. Like oh. Yeah. After, like that, they start to improve nice. themselves. I'm getting a vibe that you were very Positive, mostly positive towards Soviet. Yeah, time. we are still we are more, more positive, positive and we love Russians. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. <laughs> we love and respect. But what would be the one negative aspect you could point out of living under a socialist system like the Soviet Union? Negative is um, that's time you know the stalin and other things negative things is uh, the people who des dead Pe the people who died died uh, and what uh, before getting entering to soviet union also not all of the parts uh, all of the turkmen's wanted you know yeah to be there was of course awards to take their places yeah also and um from that time and after, what is the negative? I don't see, like, there is more positives than negatives. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because there wasn't uh, normal knowledge at schools, mm. universities. Yeah, education, more, literacy, literacy, all that. Yes. And you know, they, they had, before Russian came, the problem of water. Mm. And after they started um, from river. Mm do more smaller uh, dams lines and irrigation to, yeah irrigation and 
they start to you know giving how how i will tell for our nationality they was giving more possibilities uh, to live in more places you understand mm. our cities became after the more more bigger and much bigger yeah mm. that's really interesting but like i don't like i will not tell. okay i will give back my dad words because of course uh, every time in uh, for new um improving or developing the countries they are they are losing something so there is was worse and of course they did the, the persons after but it give for new future wow that's no. interesting because we are painted this image that uh people i mean like mostly from the western media mm. that soviet union was a repressive uh, regime where the minorities like Turkmen, you you be a minority in the Soviet Union because majority are mm. Russians. Their culture is suppressed and their language is or like Russian is imposed upon you, and your culture is kind of molded to fit yeah. a Russian narrative, mm-hmm. not a Russian narrative, like a Soviet socialist narrative, communist. That's a mm-hmm. correct word, and it from what from your opinions, it's like it's a net positive you got more positives from that yeah. particular than negatives than negatives yeah this is quite an interesting perspective because we don't Cause, usually you know, get that um, after the um, separating yeah. uh, our the empires is falling um, the most of the Turkmenians after they did like became Bukhara Emirli and others others mm-hmm. Just uh, the Turkmen peoples, like whom who is living in Turkmenistan now, most of them they wasn't with a with a one leader. You understand? Yeah. And uh, their culture didn't grow. Right. Their culture right. didn't evolve. And when Russia came, it's like if Russia wasn't came, we were like maybe part of the Afghanistan, part of the Uzbekistan, and part of the Iran. Right. So after Russia came and they became one country, what we can yeah. uh, call Turkmenistan, or maybe something other will happen. We don't know. But what else? Uh, what happens if it happens for good side? It's a net positive. Yeah, More positive came out of it than negative. Yeah. Interesting. That's an interesting thought on it. So can I ask a question? Yeah. When I first came to Rudin. Mm-hmm. And Rudin is a, like an international university, university with people from all over the world. I had this expectation that majority of the students here would be from Central Asia mm-hmm. because they already speak Russian and they would want to come to a university in Russia to study. Inversely, what I found here is that most of the students here are from China, mm-hmm. Ecuador, and a whole lot of countries you wouldn't expect to be in Russia. Why do you think that is the case? Why do you think there are more international students who don't speak Russian who come Mm. here than students from the former uh, Soviet republics who do speak Russian that study here? Um, Kind of program in Russia, it's different. There is difference between the European programs and uh, a program in China or a program in Turkey. Mm-hmm. 
our program in America. It's a little bit different here. Yeah. The system of teaching or the little bit of the program. So uh, this thing, for example, here medicine, kind mm -hmm. of medicine is different, how I know, um, than European. Yeah. And after, it's a little bit cheaper yeah. for other countries yeah. than go to Europe or True. America. And Russian is also kind of the famous languages. No. One of <laughs> Yeah. Maybe. You know that now is. What do you mean for fa example, famous? Even in, in Russia, uh, in India, I came and I find a lot of Indian people who is talking in Russian. That's very rare. Honestly, <laughs> really? honestly, you were in New Delhi, which is like yeah. capital, and like I told you, there's more international people yeah. there. But any other place in India, you wouldn't find. I think maybe there's ten people from my state that speak mm -hmm. Russian. I'm one of them. That's yeah, that's uh, how. Uh, uh, maybe because it was in capital, and maybe. I find yeah, the yeah, more yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. Th yeah, that's you have like that experience biased your thinking of it but russian is not a very even famous in, language look in china when i went to china they, i find the people who is interested in russian language mm. they want to learn it yeah it's like interesting for example like uh english okay it's like we can tell it's number one yeah after the Spanish and French, after yeah. the Russian came, coming. Yeah, yeah. Like, because the, most of the tourists is also from Russia because... Uh, tourists to where? To other countries. To, yeah. They are coming to yeah, India, yeah, they are coming yeah, to China, yeah. they are coming to... Everywhere they are. Yeah. So, um, here the people, they can uh, let themselves to travel in other countries. So, most of the because of the Russian tourists is, maybe also um, making interesting in, uh, interest on other persons yeah but and these things you know after oh you know russian school is this <laughs> i think maybe because of this also in our even in our country uh, you know russian ah you know english oh you know spanish these uh, things spanish are in the cool. german spanish so, yeah. cool. russian in, i don't know i haven't met anybody who told russian is cool as in like cool cool but russian is a useful language to learn but useful. let's get back to the education part why okay. are there less central asian students in rudan than in astrani students why do you think that is the case explain uh, like people try. from central asia mm -hmm. why are there less students in rudan mm -hmm. than let's say people from china or ecuador or other countries no it's not less it's not less. Mm. Even in Rudin and uh, there is in every university you can find from Central Asia uh, mm. students at least 2050. 2050? Yes, in every university. No, I like I give you like just a, no, like example. I, it came from my head. It's not the statistics or the truly. Yeah, what do you mean? 2050? No, 20 or uh, like 50 at least a person, the students who is who came from Central Asia, like uh, Turkmenistan, Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. I know, I know. But Rudin has 109 Indians, 109 from our last election and more people from Ecuador. You are seeing just say Rudin. Yeah, that's, that's, that's my question. Why uh, do you think Rudin has less 
scintillation people than because um for example the contract the it's maybe more expensive for our country mm-hmm. i think maybe okay. because of that okay because universities in moscow is expensive okay and um but what about the scholarships the scholarships also like from uh, for instance it's more easy for arabic people it's more easy to get scholarship Why is to that? to came to uh, rudin and if you will compare also arabic people more uh, yeah. than central asians True. I mean. um so scholarship to get scholarship it's more a little bit hard for us why because there's because more competition our um studying program here they are doing yege you know the exam we the don't have that program yege i don't yege. know what that is yege is a go start an exam yeah okay uh, i understood it's like the yeah. government exam at the end of your course that you have yeah. to pass to get the degree yeah after okay. um, their program is a bit i will tell you harder than our program the russian one Yeah, okay. the Russian what they are studying in their schools after they, this their exam is hard for us. We, if we will not prepare special for that exam uh, to pass it, like for example, not everyone everyone can pass it. Who leave it, for example, in Russian schools, they can. Mm. Who who studied, and who studied in Turkmen schools for us, it's hard. You understand? I understand. If you study in the Russian language, it's more easier to pass. Yeah, in Russian language and their program also a little bit there is a difference. Okay. There isn't big, but there is there is okay. a difference. Okay. So, and even to adapt what you are reading, like, okay, we have the Russian language, but it's not the science or Russian. For example, when much mass. You are seeing the exercises. Even you, okay, you can speak in Russian. You understand the Russian, but when you are um, reading exercises or some books, uh, you will understand from there sixty, seventy percent. That thirty percent is uh, like not new. Uh, yeah, it's 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 new information for you. Wow. So like not all of the Turkmens I can't tell like that. Mm-hmm. Um there is who who knows like it depends from schools. Right, right, right. In capital more strong schools, schools yeah, you can and... you have more um, possibilities right. and to get better knowledge and other countries eh, other um, regions uh regions yes the cities right series is interesting pointless. so you're saying if, if if i was able to go to an another city mm-hmm. which is not the capital i would find more students from central asia in a yeah. university than because Moscow. they are more cheaper and more easier mm. here because it's uh, moscow, moscow yeah. and they are um, oh. trying to how mm, talab i don't know talab yeah that sounds yeah, like taliban <laughs> oh my god no <laughs> talab i don't know what um, that is exploit no they are like uh, here for example if you you are not uh, passing your three chances of ah, exam yeah. they are fire failing you yeah yeah yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. from university so 
A required, ok, demand. Requirement. Trebovanje. 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 Nice. That's interesting. I, I always want to ask that question. I'll ask that same question to a Russian and see mm-hmm. what their perspective is on that. Mm. Interesting. So let's go back to Turkmenistan. Let's check out a few cities of Turkmenistan. Uh, we won't say which city you're from. We have five... Um, Major cities? Regions. Uh-huh. We are so, calling Vlad. So this is, let's start it's, from the sea. Yeah. Turkmenbashi is like the major port city, right? Yeah, it's a main city of uh, the Balkanabad. Is this region is uh-huh. calling Balkanabad, and the main uh, center of the city is uh, Turkmenbashi. Balkanabad. That yeah. sounds like Balkans. Yeah, Balkanabad. Yeah, Balkan. It's uh, cool, but Balkanabad also kind uh, second big city. Ah, okay. Yeah. And then there. Ashkabad, and Ashkabad, which is your uh, capital. Really uh, the, yeah, our capital, and here is Akhal. Akhal means what? Region. Oh, the region, okay. Yeah. It's Akhal. And, and you have Darwaza here. Darwaza. Dude, that, I think that is like the most iconic uh, Turkmen uh, place, because uh, I'll show you. Darwaza. So, and everyone who... It's like, yes, hell. It's called the gateway to Gate, hell. To gateway hell. to hell. Yeah. The, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. Vad. Vad. Uh-huh. Ah, yeah. So this is a really interesting story. So I think in the 60s or 70s, Soviet um, ge- geologists, geologists were exploring for gas. Yeah. And they found this crater and gas reserves there. Yeah, it's uh, explosive and it's, yeah. uh, fire until now it's and what they did was they set the gas on fire thinking that it will burn out but it didn't burn out until this day it's like mm-hmm. a hole with fire coming out of it and it looks fucking amazing and they call it uh, the gas still going on yeah and that's why it's keeping uh, the, fire. the fire when they was uh, exploring the, the machine it gets explode exploded because, uh, yeah. explored because uh, uh, pressure of gas it yeah. was big yeah. they didn't play the switch oh the it, it, it exploded by itself yeah it ah, by itself. okay and i think if i come to uh, Turkmenistan. Mm. This is my number one spot because it looks. It's like you can record a death metal music video here, and it would be perfect. Yeah, it's, even I didn't went to that. Place. Yeah, I've been here. I should. I. I really want to go here. At night, it looks like it's literally called the Gateway to Hell, and it mm. is. Yeah. And it's crazy place, man. I need to go there. So you have Darwaza there, and. Um, that was, yeah, I told you, right? It means yeah. the same. It's like a uh, door in our language. After... What, what? You have a city called Mary. Yeah, Mare. Mare, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Mare is also the, our um, region, and Bayramale and the center of Mare, the two... Cities, yeah? Yeah, like Bayramale is the center of the city. Ah, and then I think... Turkmenabad. Say, Turkmenabad, which is yeah. very close to uh, Uzbekistan. Yeah, we uh, we have their border, and you can like by car you can. You can go. It, yeah. uh, which is this river? Amudaria. Amudaria. This is the longest river. Oh, nice. Um, in Central Asia, if I don't mistake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. 
So, th- so those are like it's, uh, this river is coming from Tajikistan. Ah, Tajik. Uh, yes, it's going to Turkmenistan after the Uzbekistan. Ah, and then it goes, it comes from Tajikistan? It come from, comes from Tajikistan. Ah, and then it flows this way. And it's finishing in between Uzbekistan and Turkmenistan. Wow. So, all this part is like a desert, right? Yeah, the, desert. The uh, uh, Karakum. Karakum, yeah. Yeah. When you're telling me it's a, like a mistake, I'm like forgetting the, <laughs> the correct one. <laughs> Karakorum is like a name. Wait, wait. Karakorum is Karakorum, a it's a black desert. Oh, Kara, yeah. Kara means like Karabari. Kara means black. Yeah. So Karakorum in... I mistake. Karakorum is the mountain range mm-hmm. in the border of China, India, and Pakistan. That's why that ah, name came first. Okay. It's like our Himal- Him- Himalayas. Mm-hmm. It's called Karakorum. Extending Karakorum. to Afghanistan, Tajikistan. Yeah. That's why we call it Karakor. But you say kar, 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 Karakum. Kum, it means desert. Uh, yeah. And Kara, kara it's black, black, black desert. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about Ashgabat. Ashgabat, Dude. Ashgabat is the our white city. <laughs> What's the answer to Jerry Cartinis' book? Which book? Um, Records Guinness. The Guinness, Guinness. Guinness. Ah, yeah. yeah. So, for people who don't know, Ashgabat is one of the. It's like, it's like Taj Mahal. Yeah, it's like Taj Mahal. Yeah. It's white, white. It's just white. Yeah. Every building in that city is white, and every car is supposed to be white, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, it's it's the unrated canon. Uh, it's the uh, rules. Yeah. It's the rules. Yeah. Okay. So it's like exactly like the the concept is the same. So Taj Mahal, mm-hmm. when Mumtaz, the wife of uh, Shah Jahan, died, he wanted to build this amazing white palace, and he brought yeah. in the marble from somewhere else. I think it brought it from Russia. I don't know. From other countries. From yeah. other countries. And Even that black uh, stones, what they wrote uh, in Arabic. Mm-hmm. They also bring in from other kind yeah. of places. Yeah, that's like an insane amount of money he spent to build that yeah. building. <laughs> Thank you for that. We get tourists because of that. <laughs> and Ashgabat is this, it looks, how do you say, it looks like Dubai made out of uh, marble. It's so different from a normal city. <laughs> and it's kind of beautiful and kind of strange at the same time. So you've been to Ashgabat? Yeah, I I've been there and it's an um, expensive city mm-hmm. for tourists. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, living also for us also for from other regions, it's expensive. Just um, the I mean the apartments. Oh, okay. To get there, um, eating and other stuffs is normal, right? And maybe it's more cheaper. So, why why is the entire city in marble? What's the idea behind that? Is it like, w- this is our capital and hence to make it a tourist attraction? Um, maybe and to uh, let the known cities and to let the Turkmenistan is uh, like, and Ashgabat, oh my God, it's a oh, white city. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a badass city. <laughs> uh, yeah, to get, um, I don't know, something special. Yeah. That's why I think. And look, there is our Seljuk, Korkutatam, the monuments. Who are these it's people? A, 
they are uh, the leaders in when empire was ah okay from Seljuk, Korkut and Toğrulbek and ah. others them uh, even in our manat we have their pictures Mon- ah in your currency in our uh, money yeah ah, currency wow and this building is a, a independence building independence from whom from the SS. SSSR yeah. okay so do you have like an independence day where yeah we have ah we have independence wow. day Turkmen we have flag day. day we have neutrality day uh-huh. and this so uh, my uh, roommate has this yeah so it's like i call it the habib nur muhammadov hat because yeah. habib wears this <laughs> but it's like turkmen's also wear turkmen's like from us it started there is they have in uzbekistan they have in azerbaijan mm. they are wearing them what's it called um we in our country it's uh, calling silk metalpek Silk metalper. Telpek. 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 It means that like a hat. Uh-huh. Yeah, kind of hat. Uh-huh. And silk it means the shaky. Oh, you shaky. Know, because it's a, like a curly hair yeah, and it's yeah, shaky. Yeah. It's like you know, um, yeah. it's like a white dyed curly hair. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I when and it's from sheep's wool. Sheep's wool. So when Khabib fought, I think who was it? Justin Poirier, mm-hmm. I I borrowed it from my friend, and I was walking in the streets of Moscow wearing this hat. Do you know the father of Habib? He was getting his army in Turkmenistan. I don't understand his army, army? soldiers' army the, he, for government. Wait, so Habib's dad, who's Russian, was part of the Turkmen army. Yeah. During SSSR yeah, time? Yeah, during SSSR Ah, time. so he served in Turkmenistan? Yeah. Wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Maybe that's where he got the hat. But I think Dagestani culture also has this hat, right? Yeah, and they, because, you know, in uh, if we will see the century, um, yeah, our history, in all centuries, after the destroying, uh, separating our empire, they start to little part move to side of Russia, mm. even to Astrakhan. You know, yeah, yes, and there are also Turkmenians who is living. Oh. There is uh, cities of Turkmenia, and I forget the. Uh, there is in Kafka's uh, countries also they became Armenians, yeah. where where after they deleted the Azerbaijanians yeah. living, the Turkmenians uh, ah. start to. So there's a diaspora of Turkmen to that side. So because of that, uh, they have also this culture things, ah. and. The, even their language became also the Armenian Turkish uh, mixed languages. Oh, Lisgian languages. Where is this Armenian? Kafkas, Armenian. Ah, okay. Kafkas the, the Kafka, yeah, the Kafkas also has like that Turkish link. A lot yeah. of Turkish culture, yeah. like even our, you know, wearing. Yeah. Also, yeah. so close Similar. to each other. Yeah. Kafkas people feel more related to Turkish culture than to Russian culture. Yeah. And you, from their dance music and everything, it's kind of true. And we, it's our, the, our, the parents is same. Yeah, know? yeah, the, the ancestors. Relatives. Relatives, yeah. Yeah. It's a super cool. So, Ashgabat is like that. So, Ashgabat, yeah. And our nature also interesting. There is, we have dessert, we have watch the mountains. Watch the search for, watch uh, in uh, side of our capital, there is um, mountains. 
it's um, uh, let me write Goku as <laughs> Dragon Balls of the, the Pagoda. Just a minute. Um, let's write like this. There is two big. Um, There is two big mountains. Uh, one is in side of um, the Tajikistan okay. and Afghanistan. Kuitenda it's calls, and uh, other one is Göktepe. Eh, Kopeta. Göktepe. Kopeta. Yeah. Uh, oh my god, I am forgetting my country. You're forgetting your country. I'm forgetting information about my country. Very bad, Annabelle. Very bad. <laughs> maybe it's because we started calling you Annabelle. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Because really, even my language, when I'm talking with my parents, I'm um, two years, like, I didn't go to my yeah, house yeah. because of these things. And before also, I, I spent my time in China. Yeah. After, like, even between our um, friends, we are trying to talk in Russian. Yeah. My Turkmen friends. Okay. So um, when I'm talking with my parents, grandpa and grandma, with them, I'm not finding the words in Turkmen language. I'm forgetting ah. my language. I'm forgetting a little bit our culture. That's what I'm saying, man. Russification. Russification. Too much Russification. Oh <laughs> <laughs> now we passed Russification. I'm going to now like more to English. Yeah. Yeah. Anglification. <laughs> Anglification. <laughs> I am already Anglified, so I can't do any more. Wow. Mm, yeah. So that is interesting. Ashgabat. Ashgabat. So, After um, what I can tell, there is um, in uh, our Kutenda, in that mountains, you can find the um, shape of um, feet of uh, dinosaurs. Really? Yeah, there is still. Like, you can find. I, I will uh, search for you. Uh-huh. Um, Dinosaur feet in Turkmenistan. Yeah, yeah. Feet in Turkmenistan. And there is a so in, so oh, much Jesus, interesting big, stories. Man. Yeah. Wow. I went by the way. Oh, you saw this? <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Wow. Uh, they are like um, year by year. They are getting more smoothing. Mm, yeah. They Due are to erosion. Losing, yeah. Their shape. Wow, this is really cool. It's really cool, so, and the weather out there also is really good. In even the meals uh, there, for example, meat you can feel the difference from other parts. The meat of sheep. Meat of sheep, meat of the uh, cow, like all mm-hmm. of the animals. What mm. you, you are eating there, uh, because of the mm, grasses. Mm. There is a wild grasses. Which is better quality there. Yeah, yeah better quality. Even in the milk, you are uh, have the smell or the mm. taste of, of the grass. The, uh, yeah, mm. you can. It's so interesting. Their culture also a little bit different. Different from us. Where friends. are they? Where are they located? Near to Afghanistan or near to Iran? Here, this side. Uh-huh. Ah, no, no, no. Go up, 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 up. I could hear it's here. Uh-huh, oh, yeah, it's here. 
that looks like a really fertile place. So can I ask a question? When the war between SSSR and Afghanistan happened in 1989, did the troops go to Afghanistan through Turkmenistan mm-hmm. or through Tajikistan or through Uzbekistan? Which route did they take to go to Afghanistan? If you could recall, in 1989, when there was war between um, SSSR and Afghanistan. Uh, from Turkmenistan, because uh, Tajikistan wasn't in... So, so they went to Afghanistan to Turkmenistan? Yeah. So was there fighting, like Afghanistan, over the past, I don't know, 40 years, have had this history of uh, terrorist or insurgent activity. Does that ever spread into the borders between Turkmenistan? Until now, uh-huh. there is a danger. There is a danger? For Turkmenistan, yeah between the parts, but they are not talking about it. Really? Yeah. Because So so this part of Afghanistan is not very stable? Um, it's stable, but there is uh, mountains and uh, look, most... Uh, yeah, they are, they can, they can enter in danger from this point. Okay. Near to Tahta Bazar. This, this. Ah. part and uh, go a little bit upper and there is from side of mountains oh so all these are like mountains yeah yeah from side of mountains also there is uh, and here from for example they can come from river from here ah okay if they like yeah has that happened of... has that happened where terrorists from terrorist or insurgents from Afghanistan went into Turkmenistan. Yeah, it's happened. I don't know, the, I don't remember the years exactly, mm-hmm. uh, but we lose um, young soldiers oh. who, is, who was there in army. Yeah. Wow. Well, there was little um, wars, mm. like exactly, uh, especially in Tahta Bazar. Oh, uh, until now they, we, we don't hear about it we don't hear because they are not telling Turkmenistan is hiding this information oh interesting our government yeah so let's get into that part so we'll start with post-Soviet Turkmenistan when Soviet Union collapsed Turkmenistan became independent mm-hmm. what happened what how did Turkmenistan adapt to independence from it was um, hard times for uh, Turkmenistanian people uh, because, um, like uh, in South part, that time uh, they were like, for example, giving us what we don't have. We was giving what we have, you know, sharing mm-hmm. between the countries. Right. Yeah. After Turkmenistan start to um, product. Uh, getting uh, pr- produced by itself. Produced by yeah, produced by itself. Um, the factories, a little bit new factories, and start to until they um, stand on their legs. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is was time nineteen ninety one, and until and in nineteen ninety six also was a hungry scheme, and. Hunger, yeah, famine. Yeah, hunger. Oh. And uh, it was a so hard time even for, you know, to get bread. Oh. Uh, to find bread also was hard for most of the families. 
they was eating from um, corn. corn. They was yeah. getting flour and, and making from, flour from corn. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. From corn and making the bread. Not uh, from wheat. And was it similar case in other republics too? Tajikistan and Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan. I I don't know exactly what but, happened with them, mm-hmm. but I think also same thing. All of us we lived this crease um, until they stand on their legs, and it was so good. After when in two thousand, it started to became more better, better, much uh-huh. better. And two thousand seven, I remember. Um, from 2007 until you know 2016 it was so good we was living so good uh-huh. um for our first president time after in after uh, death of our first president a little bit there is was changes for much better side in the one second president kupangulu came to mm-hmm. Uh, head of our country and after 2016 it started to get worse and worse okay the economic things okay inside. so, so um, i heard this fact about turkmenistan that at one point of time after soviet mm-hmm. times you could live in Turkmenistan mm. and you don't have to pay for the gas, you don't have to yeah. pay for electricity, you don't have to pay for water. Yeah, water. Which is like the dream for a huge majority of people in the world where their government mm. takes care of all this yeah. and you don't have to take care of that. How was that, how was that situation for you, living in it this system? It was like heaven. Mm-hmm. For even for us, we was living so good. There wasn't the poor persons. Mm-hmm. Even if you are calling, if you are say, comparing with other families, and you are telling poor, at least they had a good house for themselves, and at least from t- transport they had bicycle. Mm. Uh, and the middle they had two, uh, one two uh, cars. Wow. And others they was also much better was living there. So, so after um, like from 2007 until 2016, um, it get much better really. What? Well, how? I, how was Turkmenistan able to get this much money or resources to give its citizens these things? Was it oil? Was it gas? Yes, most of the, it was a gas. Because it's first uh, country who has a natural gas uh, after Kuwait. Ah, the most amount of natural gas after Kuwait is Turkmenistan. So it has this resource it can exchange for. Yeah, that time uh, they were selling for Russia and after they start to do lines from with uh, China. Mm And China and a little bit for India also. Yeah, it's called a tapi. It's like... Turkmenistan, Afghanistan, Pakistan, Pakistan India. Yeah. That pipeline thing is in progress, but I don't know if it's materialized. So, you post-Soviet, it was really difficult. People didn't have food. And then suddenly, Turkmenistan was able to Get, use it. Yeah, it depended. Independence. Oh my God, sorry. Uh, no, <laughs> they, uh, Turkmenistan get uh, their, its independence. And uh-huh. after... Um, it became more better and you know the uh, using the gas start to grow also. But, but the gas was the 
made the Ma- thing with yeah, pushing we it. start to like get that all of that mm. money for mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, our country. Right. Yeah. And after that, it's like this and very pop- e- even good petrol. time. In petrol too. Uh, petrol we have also uh-huh. and uh, for benzene. Uh-huh. That's why it was uh, cheap for our, our national. Yeah. It was really good price. Yeah. And. Uh, after everything starts to get a little pricey. And then things start to go to shit. Yeah. So, you, from what I read, you have had two presidents or prime ministers? Presidents. Presidents. In yeah, first president and now still second, second president. president. In the history of Turkmenistan. So, this is where things get a little bit complicated. And this is why we had to do this anonymously correct because mm-hmm. if yeah. we are to talk about anything political in Turkmenistan it's danger for the for me and for other students exactly could you just explain why it is dangerous and what do you consider to be dangerous because our country our government um, don't want to show what's going on inside of our country, if it's something bad, something good, something good, of course they are showing, but it's something bad, they, they are trying to hide it for 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, uh, the, um, about the coronavirus, they are telling that we don't have coronavirus, but inside we know that we have, and the, still the people are getting, and for a while it was the first time when uh, it's they close all of the borders that's uh, that time was really start to go like everywhere and a lot of people start to die and after even um uh, they are telling like we don't have coronavirus and they buy the vaccine from russia Uh. (laughs) like to not get it so is this the same sentiment for other Turkmen people too, where they are afraid of criticizing their government both inside Turkmenistan and outside Turkmenistan? Uh, yeah, I don't know why they are trying to not show the problems inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I don't have normal, uh, like uh, exactly answer for that. Uh, maybe they want to show just good sides. Mm. That's why. Like, it's maybe from our president. Yeah, it is. Came. It is definitely yeah. from the president. So, let's look at the first president. I forgot his name. Could you remind me? Sapar Murad. Sapar Murad. Mm-hmm. So, he. Yeah, so he, uh, Turkmen Bash. Yeah, so yeah, he's, uh, we are calling Turkmen Bash, it means leader of Turkmen. Yeah. Uh, but Sapar Murad, Niazov. That's his name. Yeah. Okay. So he has this book. Yeah, Ruhnama it's called. Even Ruhnama. here I can uh, we have the monument. Call Ruhnama. Yeah, call Ruhnama it's a book of monument. Oh it's a, mon- a monument of, of book. book, yeah. Um Book Ruhnama. Minar? No no no. Monument I am trying to write. Oh, return. Search. Search. Oh, it's like a big book. Yeah, it's a big book. So tell us about the book. What is this Ruhnama? Ruhnama, mm, our first president uh, wrote it. Mm -hmm. 
and it's like uh, about his life mm-hmm. from his uh, about his uh, dad about his mother about his brothers he, about his childhood after his uh, philosophical thinking okay uh, advices or something like this even you know we was learning this in school so you have to learn this president's personal handbook in school yeah and you had an exam for it uh, we like um everyone need to have in their house or in schools we need to have it and read every lesson uh-huh. parts uh, from this and uh, final exams when we are gradua- graduating our school we uh, we will we had exam from this book oh my god yeah <laughs> then, you know it was like a little bit strange to tell it but he was uh, uh, putting this book like in level of Quran, it's like uh, unlogically. It's to tell for me also it's so weird. But he was like propaganda this book yeah. like um, uh, like something special and like to let know about himself, just himself, himself, himself. To not know no one other. You understand? Did you feel it strange when you were a kid? Yeah. When you were studying this yeah. and your teacher was saying, hello kids, today we are going to learn how to wash a car by... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I was like, oh my God, it started again. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you guys felt that. You guys were like, yeah, this is okay. We didn't want, they was pushing us. Ah. They was pushing, we did, did have interest to read about. Yeah. For us, it was interesting to learn other languages, to know other <laughs> programs more, but bet- much no one, better. No one. Uh, yeah. Know what this guy wants to do, eh? Because of these things, like crucifixion, mm-hmm. crucifixion, and because of this, this book, uh, book things, like our Muslim thing, I will tell you, like, uh, maybe most of because of crucifixion. There is, uh, we are Muslims. I will not tell like right Muslims. So I don't have the right to tell about this uh, subject. But there is people who is uh, drinking alcohol, who yeah. is smoking, yeah. and who is eating pork. Yeah. So like in these things is a haram in, in Islam traditional sense, Islam. Yeah. Yes. So like uh, our culture because of these things is changed. Mm. And it's kind of normal for a person to drink alcohol or yeah. eat pork, and it's not like haram. It's like yeah, it's yeah. haram, but you know, it's like haram. Yeah, yeah. It's right. like they are saying, okay, it's not between me and my god, so don't yeah, answer yeah. to my. That's exactly yeah. what my friend from Azerbaijan says when he takes a drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's between me and my god. Don't get involved. <laughs> yeah, they are telling like that. So like, even me, you know, now like for us it was more interesting to improve ourselves to mm-hmm. go out from our country mm-hmm. and in uh, other countries uh, seeing other things it was like more interesting 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 and how much i'm getting more like my age is get, getting like i'm becoming more adult i'm like yeah. understanding to 
keep something myself, my culture, my language, and so, like, that's why I'm like, like forgetting in which date what happened, what happened in our country, what how it became. So I'm opening like to enter the internet how how it was, yeah. how it was. The questions coming, and I'm interested. And now I start to uh, interest about my country. So you feel the older you get, the more interested you are in your culture and the history and the language. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Same. <laughs> Same for me. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Why is this written in Turkish script and not Russian script? Because when we get our um, independence, we took our um, letters, like, mm. uh, Turkish-English letters. Latin, uh, Latin letters. Latin letters, ah. but there is like as um, letters like sh, ch, yeah, yeah, there are yeah, a few yeah, yeah, letters yeah. that English speakers won't know. So, yeah. I think Azerbaijan did the same, Turkmenistan did the same, yeah. they adopted like the Turkish alphabet. Yeah. What about other Soviet republics? I think Tajikistan... Uh, Uzbekistan, still they are in... Cyrillic. Uh, yeah. Kazakhstan changed. Recently, Kazakhstan, recently they changed. Yeah. They were in Cyrillic, but they changed it to Latin. It's like, fuck you, Russia. It was literally <laughs> a political move to say... We don't want to be under Russian influence that much. It's like a soft political move. I think Tajikistan also uses. Tajik and Kyrgyzstan also uses Cyrillic. Um, just a minute. I want to give me time to search something. Okay, I'll, I'll check Tajik, you check Kyrgyz. You can just check the map. Whatever is written in the map is the uh, language. Tajik, yeah, they use uh, Cyrillic. All of them start to separate in 1991. Yeah, everyone separate in 1991. Um, Kyrgyzstan also uses, but uh, Kazakhstan uses. Have a diff. They have a slightly different Cyrillic. Kazakhstan. And. Um, Turkmen is like in 1940. What? Kyrgyzki alphabet. Yeah, they also. They also, yeah, changed it. Just a minute. Yeah. Uh, they was writing in Arabic, Latin, and Cyrillic. Cyrillic. Ah. And now, now I think they changed it. They did change it yeah. too. Mm. So that's the Russification after the fall of the Union. Well, yeah. And how was the change when all that? oil wealth start to come into Turkmenistan. How did the society and the way the people started, used to live change suddenly? Because all these changes were so fast, right? Soviet system, suddenly yeah. 91 it changed. Then like that poverty time. And then suddenly the oil money came and then everyone became kind of wealthy. Look, uh, I think it's politics things. Mm -hmm. And to do your something your 
uh, entrepreneurship like that even uh, business for yourself no 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 like uh, your own like your to show your own language maybe and how to tell to make themselves we are different from you mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> how i think like yeah. i think like this because of that they start to change why they didn't uh, change um, and it's interesting for me why they didn't change to persian old turkmen really uh, yeah says now why they choose the latin turkish it's, it's not exactly latin. It's like it's like, turkish. like turkish also like we was even tur- in turkey Yeah, uh, t- they was writing in Arabic. Arabic. And then when Turkey became um, secular in 419... Shit. After uh, the falling uh, of ot- ot- the Ottoman... Os- Ottoman Empire, they shifted to Latin yeah. version of Turkish. Because of European... Yeah, European influence. They were like... Yeah. And I think... That's why maybe this big central instance, they start to change Yeah, because Latin. Azerbaijan and Turkmenistan are so yeah. similar to Turkish and they just yeah. kind of assimilated those characters in it. But yeah, so um, let's go over to Turkmen and uh, Turkmenistan and uh, the political scene during the first president. When that time of prosperity came, it was the first president, correct? Yeah. Uh, after our first president, how, what I know, um, that time was uh, narcotic things. Narcotics. Yeah. Wow. Um, because oh, they was like from board of Tajikistan. Yeah. Uh, to tell for other countries, it's like <laughs> that's why I wanted to choose it to be the anonym, <laughs> because it's a secret things. After uh, what was the bad in first uh, president time, and what was the good? Good was he um, decided to do the free water, gas, electricity, mm-hmm. these things. Thanks for him for these things, but uh, that time was for agriculture. Who's working in ag- um, part of agriculture things? Um, for them, they was paying solace, mm-hmm. and that time it was so um, hard. There is was a little, uh, that that time was poor and rich. There mm. is different. Mm. And after um, what uh, what else um, in knowledge in schools it was nine years nine years not twelve not twelve nine years was um, not enough for other countries if you are going to study in other yeah. countries they wasn't accept our certification as I was telling okay so if you want to study here study here in high school or the, like подготовительные, the preparing faculties for university, they were taking courses wow. one, two years. Yeah, uh, that was bad for us. And I think this pol- kind of politics to not uh, let um, national be more smart, more knowledge to be easy to control. The, yeah, so they uh, won't challenge the power, people in power. Yeah. Wow. So you and make people stupid. Yeah, he make uh, people <laughs> stupid, really. Oh, wow. But that actually impedes the growth of the nation, right? If you don't educate your populace, they won't be able to like work or find good jobs and they won't be able to... Yeah, they will... 
they will giving us the works after like if you graduate for example in your school they will you could enter to university in our country mm. um but you know they was doing it more weak mm. knowledge they did more weak, weak and that's why um in that side our country is um uh weak really in that uh, in, until now there is these problems in terms of educational uh, in standards. educational sense yes wow. after um what else ah, for what like in, in my when i was eight years old something i was why eight march in other countries in international uh, celebrate is um, women's day uh-huh. and in our country it was it was dog's day what the fuck <laughs> really dog's day yeah we, you know that we have the alibi the kind of Al- the dogs alibi oh, what's it called Al- alibi yeah alibi turkmen dog jesus it's it has to be a really sexy dog <laughs> if you want to celebrate <laughs> instead of women's day Turkmen president and with six meter gold statue of a dog. Yeah. Wow. So. Uh, Dude, like I'm a dog person and I have me chosen. Me also, I like. I have I chosen like if you ask animals. me if you give me a baby and a dog. Yeah, you'll care. Dog also like a baby. No, no, I will choose the dog and I'll ignore the baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, a bad person, but I won't build a six-meter gold statue of a dog, even if the dog's really sexy. This dog is okay, no, not really sexy, but still. But you know, it was like for for me, um, strange, it was strange. Yeah. I was saying, why, why not? Why not? It's a woman's day. How do you celebrate Dog's Day in Turkmenistan? Um, it was like they was doing the you know the special. They were singing, they were dancing. Oh my God! Uh, they were doing like from government. They were making these uh, <laughs> parties. Wait, wait, wait. I, 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 but inside of our, all of the women's was that. Uh, and they put it on the same I, day, right? Yeah. They put it, it on the same day March, as Women's March. Day. I, I still remember and like. Um, I was upset that day. <laughs> I was feeling like even I'm like child, but I was feeling any um, respect for women. Yeah, it's, if you put like dogs day on the ninth or dogs yeah. day on the seventh, it's okay. After when our second president came, he changed it. Oh. He changed it. He put like a thanks for him. We was like so happy. He was giving present monies to uh, women. Yeah, for uh-huh. women's. And they was giving presents for the girls in who is uh-huh. uh, studying in schools. Cool. Yeah, after <laughs> it was like uh, yeah, <laughs> and after I don't know why you, our like first president didn't do it. Why he did it like that? Maybe he likes like, dogs more than he likes women. <laughs> <laughs> like you. <laughs> I, I didn't say woman. I, like okay. I said baby. I said baby. I like women more than I love dogs. Okay, okay. Forty, no, sixty percent of the time. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I use this moment to oh, joke yeah, on you. <laughs> yeah, you you got me. You got me. <laughs> but wow. Mm, yeah. So. so that's interesting, dude. That's the thing. Turkmenistan's presidents do a lot of crazy shit. 
a lot of crazy shit yeah, from time to time. And how did the first president change to the second president? Did he pass away? Did he die? He did. Ah, after, he died. Yeah, after his death, um, how many years? Like he became the president, and after he, until his death, he uh, was in head. Like he, he yeah. was president. After now, our second president. How do you he, choose the second president? Is there an election? They put it. Like for uh, a while, election, like election in codes, codes, and after they make it that we choose him. But we really choose, I think, our nationals because national, the people because he is so much looking like to our first uh, president. He looks like he him. looks like. Find it, it, the picture, and you you will see the. Um, are they related? Is he his son or something? Mm? Are they uh, family? Um, Are they like uh, son or cousin or uncle? You you know in the beginning people think maybe his son. Really? Mm, yeah, and like we show. Is it? Is it? No, yeah, no, 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 no. Cool, it's really. now our our second president. This is first president. And this is the second. This is second. Oh yeah, they do look similar. They yeah. look like brothers, yo. Yeah, we was thinking that time that he is maybe son. Oh, but yeah. he's not related at all. No. Okay. Uh, exactly, we don't know, but uh, <laughs> we, we think like we don't know. <laughs> See, this is why we are anonymous. <laughs> wow. So, second guy comes in. When did he come in? Uh, his name is uh, Gurbanguli. Gurbanguli. When did he come in? Do you remember which year? Twenty. What? Uh, oh. uh, 2007. Years by years, like first uh, five years, he um, f- no, okay, I will tell you until like 2000 from 2007 until 2016, like about nine years, nine, ten years, he was controlling, like giving us, we was living normal, yeah, um, giving us what we want after. Like little bit, like after two thousand sixteen, it started to change. What changed in two thousand sixteen? It gets like um, oil prices worst. dropped in the world. Yeah, mm. it started to get high, and after exactly in which year I don't remember, two thousand sixteen or eighteen, he did um, for money for gas and electricity, mm. and. After uh, what starts, the dollar price of dollar in black market start to get high, and in banks it's more cheaper. Mm. And after these things and uh, work to work, people start to lose their work, mm. and uh, money wasn't enough for what they are getting for their job. Mm, money wasn't happened. enough to um, yes keep your family 
Oh. Because, you know, we are like having a lot of children, mashallah. <laughs> mashallah. <laughs> yeah, in our <laughs> families. Okay. And that time, like, How many sisters do you have? How many brothers? We are four. Like, That's um, not a lot. For others, like six. Mm. Like before, like until eight, it was normal. Eight? Like, yeah, six, eight for children. To wow. get it was normal. Wow. But like maximum, like, in the minimum, it was six, four. Are they, are they like one kid families in Turkmenistan? Just one kid? It's so really. Uh, yeah, so rare? Yeah. Uh. You can find so rare between the Turkmenistanians wow. who has one child. At least they has two. Wow. They have two, but... I'm a one child. You're one yeah. child? Oh my god. <laughs> if I'm in Turkmenistan, I'll be like, what's wrong with that fucker? He's a one child. <laughs> You should have six brothers and sisters. <laughs> well, no, it, from one side it's good, from other side it's bad. Yeah, I agree. Good is uh, to be like um, to be a little bit egoistic, uh, you know, okay. well, well, like, to it, get all of the attention, all of the love of yeah, your parents. Yeah, that's true, that's true. I got too much love. I got too much attention. <laughs> yeah, uh, when you have a lot of brothers. And you are like, for example, brother and sister, and you are like first. And after you, you know, you are feeling your small sister and brother, you feel responsibility yeah. for them. And you are looking them like your baby. Yeah. Also, okay, for example, I helped to my mom to take yeah. care of my small uh, sister. Mm. We have nine years between different. us. Okay. Different. And like in my nine years, I was working normal. Ah, and you were helping your mother with yeah, the baby. Yeah. Wow. She was listening for me and going to work and I was looking after ah, her. Wow. Yeah, yeah, like I was, oh That's my so God, cute. it's so cute. Really for That's me, so cute. also cute. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it. I'm telling to myself, oh my God, I ha- I was like, uh, um, how, how old? Um, nine years old, yes. And like now I'm... Uh, 21 uh-huh. and I'm seeing myself oh my god I was a child and I was looking after yeah, the baby <laughs> that's true wow that's why I was feeling myself the adult I have responsibility yeah, I'm a to big, take care of the I'm baby I'm a strong woman now I <laughs> yeah. took care of a child when I was yeah. a child <laughs> yeah that's, really? that's pretty interesting I never experienced that I wouldn't know but yeah and what is the current state of Turkmenistan you've been he has been the president since 2007 so that's 10 <laughs> for, for that's 14 years what yeah. is the state of Turkmenistan now at this point of time under him Gurbanguli mm, how is the situation now in Turkmenistan the situation in, is um, the most of the people left our country most of them to Turkey and others and um, I think giving birth for a lot of child also it became more um, less because they are people have like, less money yeah now. less money and um, how to tell um, there is um, most of really for example in villages when we was go, going to villages we was finding every to um, houses or every three houses are empty. Really? Yeah. 
because they left their houses and they went uh, for live for other countries oh. to live to earn money to keep their family usually that is turkey or russia yeah russia turkey and even who know knew the language they left to european or american uh. countries like where did they want but most of them in russia and the turkey because the languages was easy for us the True. adults and students who left they are not coming back to country mm. most of them yeah do you have a plan to go back i want so much what will not happen i want but when i'm saying the possibilities there like and the comparing here like for my future if i will choose stay here and just visit like because our country it will be more better mm. and then we will see we'll mashallah <laughs> graduate our university we'll see yeah yeah interesting let's talk about your internet oh how because my... your internet has been compared to north yes. korea it's like south korea <laughs> no north korea <laughs> It's so so North Korea, yeah. Yeah, North, North Korea. North Korea. Um, internet is problematic. Like, they are blocking most of sites in internet. Like, when you are searching in Google something, it's giving like error. You didn't find this page or uh-huh. something like this. And um, let's do a before. checklist. Which sites can you use? Facebook. No. Like, so in from social medias and uh, Facebook, Instagram, like all of the famous, we can't just IMO. There is working without VPN. And IMO is who uses IMO? Chinese people? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Where I, came this idea? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. Because Chinese people <laughs> no, have an app for themselves. Central Asia. IMO. IMO. Wow, I never heard of and it before. I find there will be. Oh, Arabic from Arabic oh. countries also they Aimo. Yeah. Wow. yeah Aimo. And Vika is also no okay. doesn't work Vika is just in Russia is famous yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, like WeChat in China yeah Vika like WeChat R- yeah. yeah Russia like this YouTube YouTube it's working with VPN also okay. without VPN doesn't work doesn't work and VPN you know um, there isn't legal VPN VPN yeah when the you are for example uh download uh, what's working in russia mm-hmm. it there doesn't work oh they are blocking and after uh, you are finding the way to find the illegal weapons yeah. what's uh, created like a uh, program is it interesting by illegal ways oh yeah why <laughs> does the government not want you to use facebook and instagram what's the rationale because you know they are closing this um, ways to share what's going on in inside of turkmenistan you know when it gets start to get worse and worse they start to close these things more and more from first our president it it's um, started like this mm. you know in even in 
that Soyuz times also, I yeah, think yeah. they had this, they and from that time it's uh, continue. kept continue, and now it's more, 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 more uh, danger to share the pro uh, some information what's going on inside. That's why I mm, decided to talk anonym anonym, yeah, my, yeah. But what do you share? For example, what would be the worst thing you can say about the Turkmen government from inside? Um, any news what's getting terrible. It can be like danger for yourself, uh, for example, uh, or what's doing our president, what his family is doing. Mm. And after the news, what they are not sharing on television. Or in internet, um, they are like what else? How I will tell? There is, a, for example, the level of um, people how they are living. Mm, okay. Okay. This thing, the work, workless. Okay. This thing, and how now, for example, uh, to take flour is so expensive. What flour? Flour okay. for make bread. Bread. Okay. There is oil to get it so hard. Oh. Um, to cook, it also in two thousand nineteen and twenty, and in even now it's so hard. The um, this eating things it's really? expensive uh -huh. and it's less. Okay. The uh -huh. After, um. Because this actually this year borders are closed and um, that uh, vegetable things uh, mm. the climate change became and uh, strong wine came destroy our plants ah, and okay, after okay. cold uh, hot and cold right. and uh, to get so the food uh, is less gather the, yes. Um, the vegetables and fruits it was problematic and now it's uh, expensive so much as a meat yeah also it's expensive but you can build a statue of a golden dog <laughs> um, in gold even when the people are suffering yeah that's the sort of thing they don't want to share is still he's for example the people dying from hungry he's building somewhere something and mm. going to open it so do you think what he's trying to stop is he wants this image of him mm, being he, the ruler yeah. he has everything under control yeah. and everything is fine in Turkmenistan it's a mm. rich prosperous country with a big capital made out of marble yeah and for example the, he um, did the touristic zone and the borders are close even he did what touristic touristic zone so foreign tourists can come to yeah mm. so we have like that the Caspian Sea sites it's so pure it's, it's, that things is so beautiful we have the also uh, special things our um, nature we mm. have our historical places mm. what we can uh, get more tourists in our for our country but um, borders are closed like um, to get visa to come to Turkmenistan, it's difficult. It's so hard. Yes, yeah, I heard like that. If you are, for example, someone will not send you invitation or you are not coming by the work, 
it's difficult to get to, yeah, to, to come in a store. Yeah, to come like tourists, it's difficult. And if they are seeing the tourists um, walking and taking uh, recording um, videos, videos or taking photos of buildings or the people. The police can come and like tell you it's dangerous, and if you will, we will catch you second time. Oh my god, <laughs> Dude, that's North Korea in a lot of ways because North Korea also has this tourist system where they need money, mm. they bring in tourists. So imagine you're calling your mom and like, Mom, North Korea, shit. they actually record and mm. I mean, listen to your phone, they are listening in our country also. And if you say something bad against the government, they actually can take you away. One American student. Mm-hmm actually did something like that and he was held in a North Korean prison camp and his got infection his ear spread to his brain and he actually died just because he said something bad about the North Korean regime in North Korea while he was an exchange student something like that fact check that guys I'm just calling that of memory so in a lot of sense it's Turkmenistan is very similar to a dictatorial state where one person has so much power controls what is the people can speak access to information and yeah. how much uh, like this and foreign um, how the foreign relations are with the people of Turkmenistan which is very concerning and most people don't know about it that Turkmenistan has such a really uh, totalitarian yeah. government if someone know Turkmenistan they are telling oh you have dictator president we are telling unfortunately yeah yeah. And it is kind of true <laughs> in a lot yes, of sense. It's true. Not even the kind. <laughs> yeah. So what's the future for Turkmenistan? What, how do you see as a future for Turkmenistan going the way things we are have, right now? All of us, we have hope that these things will change. It will be more better. Like, get better, not more mm-hmm. better. Get better and after we can come back to our country normally and live there. So you do want to live in Turkmenistan yeah. if, if things are yes, good? Yes, 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 mm. of course. We want like, what's your motherland? Exactly. It's your, you will talk in your mother language. Even <clears throat> when we are going to other countries, they are not accepting us like their, their people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I know, we, I live in Russia. <laughs> <laughs> me also. Are you, yeah. <laughs> Even. Yeah, but we they can. accept you more than they accept me because you were a former Soviet Republic. They do. They do. <laughs> yeah. Even here, the people. Uh-huh. People, they don't want to accept. Yeah, let's talk about that. How do you categorize the relationship of Russians and mm-hmm. people from Central Asia? They are looking to us like, oh my God, you took you, why you came to our place? Like, uh, you are coming and eating our bread. Like but you guys are working. We are working, earning Dude. this by our job. Listen, if I, if all the central Asians in Moscow mm-hmm. tomorrow decide I'm not gonna work, mm-hmm. Moscow would be under twenty feet of garbage. All yeah. the streets will be dirty. Because Moscow won't work. But the thing is, I don't. I only see central Asians working in jobs which are called manual which does not require skilled no unskilled labor it's called mm. so what i noticed as a foreigner in russia is that the working class let's call it who do manual labor in moscow are all almost 80 percent from central asia very few russians are involved in that 
So all this migration comes from Central Asia to do unskilled labor in Moscow and other cities. So yes. what is the Russian mentality towards that? Um, they are thinking if we will not be here, they will earn more money and uh, live much better. No, like they, I, I feel like this when they are talking. Um, there are some, um, not all of them. I can't tell all of them, but mm-hmm. most of them they are looking to our side with negative eye. Yes, I feel so. So, like even when I'm coming and um, they, I'm trying to talk in Russian, and sometimes like I'm worried and my pronunciation is changing, or something, or I'm uh, forgetting one word in Russian. And after they are telling, like they are acting with me, like you have to know why. Like I'm not here in your colonies, or like you are not like why I don't need to know. Like I'm that the level what I'm talking also. It's like much enough for foreigners to we, uh, they are um, looking like really like colonized. You understand? Like colonial. Yeah. Mm. Um, okay, we were we were, and uh, that's why you we are talking more better maybe than other countries because right. uh, for others it's really truly foreign but how to tell um, they are I don't know how to explain it much better but um, they are seeing seeing us like we have to know the Russian language yeah because you are from Central Asia yeah, but we also foreign uh, people. Right. So, like, why these things is like uh, making me upset sometimes because uh-huh. um, they are looking to us. We are like less than us. Yeah. They are putting themselves like more like in. Uh, like they're better than so, yeah, you. So better uh, than us. W- would you be able to say mm, that's because most of the Central Asians in Russia mm-hmm. are mainly employed in unskilled labor that the Russians kind of feel they are, you know, not as educated or as skilled? Is that the main reason why there's a hierarchy between the Russians and the immigrants? I'm also an immigrant, but I think I don't get the same level of disrespect that a Central Asian unskilled labor uh, person gets. I kind of feel like that. You also feel the dis- disrespect? No, no, I, I feel I don't get. Like, yeah, immigrants not get. from Central Asia yeah, yeah. are respected slightly more. I'm not yeah. saying a lot, but yeah. slightly, slightly more. more than Central Asian, Asian. I kind of feel the same. Yeah, because, you know, for example, if we are going uh, in Metro, and police are seeing that I am looking like Central Asia and you are with me and you are Indian and um, they will stop me and, and ask, ask for my your passport. passport I've seen it my so many times yeah I've seen it so many times Maybe because of you know before the immigrations came with illegal ways or mm-hmm. they came and they didn't go and do their documents and they was working here illegal yeah and that's why they are they put eye on us yeah but what they get bad from our side even we are giving them money here to stay like we are paying for them yeah also like i don't understand this uh, kind of action but 
um, now the possibility to stay here and to have get job or to do any business it's um, more easy here uh, than in our country true so let me raise an argument that russians make mm -hmm. it's that scintillations want to come here and get like have there's some sort of russian law where if you have a child in russia and uh, the russian government supports the child for russians i think there's something in which scintillations can also benefit from it i'm not very sure of it but it's a it's an argument a friend of mine raised he's russian mm -hmm. so he told if you're scintillation and if you have a child in russia the, the russian government will support you if you have more children you get more benefits so the they say the Central Asian people come here, but they don't pay the taxes. But the taxes that the Russians pay are used to support these Central Asian families. What would be... And, and that kind of mentality is very common when an immigrant population moves into a native population, Look, to call it. That's why now uh, immigration people, they are trying to get... Uh, Russian nationality or the passport for leave for a while. Mm -hmm. So um, to Ill uh, legalize these Le things, yeah. and because it's like a danger uh, to leave, and before also was more hard to get uh, that passports. Now they did a little bit more easier. Mm. Uh, they give a little bit possibilities to get it. Right. Uh, for immigra immigration people to not live here illegal, you understand? Right. Right. And um, these things, other, what else? Even like immigration people will stay immigration. This uh, action, you know, the uh, Russians looking like I think in every country it will be like this. Uh, like that. Where the immigrants won't be completely accepted by the people there. Yeah, they uh, they are not accepting. I mean, yeah, yeah. At least I think it takes <laughs> it's going to take a few. It takes time. In Russia, I don't know. Russia is a very homogeneous, not very homogeneous. It's very it is homogeneous compared to United States or Australia, where or Latin America, where there's so many different people. And mm -hmm. I I never lived in those places, so I'm just guessing. But maybe they might be more accepting Look, towards. For example, I have my friend mm -hmm. um, who is from Central Asia, and she gets here um, Russian passport mm -hmm. and nationality. And for example, if you will go uh, to somewhere, the Russian people even to not look that she has a Russian nationality, she is also paying taxes or she is also doing what they are doing. They don't want to accept. Mm -hmm. Even they has a little bit something like racist. Mm -hmm. uh, I have friends from Yakutia, mm -hmm. and they are you know they are looking like a little bit Mongolian. Asian, yeah. Yeah, and Yakutia is in Russia. Yeah, and if they will come to Moscow, they will um, hurt them with any words. Do you understand? Mm. They are telling you are not Russian. Why? Like they, they, are, are, yeah, they are technically they are Russian. Yeah. <laughs> they are you are not Russian or where you came, what you mm. are doing, or find 
finding any way to um, hurt. hurt them. Wow. Yeah. Have you had any racist incidents? Racist incidents? I had by one teacher, Armenian teacher, mm -hmm. uh, when I came to pass the exam here. Actually, there is a, kind of, a little bit as um, not all of them, but there is uh, Armenians who doesn't love Turkish people. Yeah. So like that kind of racism uh. I get, uh, and it was like so much uncomfortable. Like it was worse than Russian racism. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Dude. Armenian like the Azerbaijan conflict because of that they might yeah, have. Yeah. 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 Yeah negative aspect too as well dude i don't know man i've been here almost two years and i haven't had to face racism so far but i know at some point i will because it's inevitable and you move into a new country so i hope it won't be too bad <laughs> well yeah so what else that's pretty much it i think i covered almost all the important parts and all the important questions i had about turkmenistan do you have anything interesting or important that you want to say to the audience um about my country yeah um celebrate dog day <laughs> <laughs> no the, no if we will see the celebrations we have also like of other central countries and Nauru's by around it's so good Navruz. Navruz. yeah that's yes. iranian new year that's how it's known in english and don't tell iranian no yeah. Way, yeah it's not just iranian it's like new year for yeah. a lot of cultures in central asia but yeah. for english-speaking people it's easier to identify persian. a persian new year. yeah yeah persian because year. before also yeah, 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 yeah. it was persian true true persian new year sorry it's okay yeah uh, what i want there is a lot of things what uh, i need to tell and i don't need to tell <laughs> <laughs> so um what uh, I like uh, our culture, mm -hmm. really. Like it's uh, how my I like. I will repeat it again. How much I'm getting adult, uh, that much I'm respecting my culture. Right. So there is I'm seeing the special things uh, in our wearing, in our talking. Um, by the way, that uh, in talking dialects. I mm -hmm. wanted to uh, show you. Oh yeah, sure. For example, um, <laughs> it's like it will be heard a little bit strange. Uh, before beginning, I will tell you that even the in words there is difference. Okay. So uh, capital people they don't understand us. Okay. We understand capital people. Okay. Um, for example, like truly in Turkmen language, near a little bit, I will show you just the difference of action. For example, what are you doing? What am I doing? This um, sentence in Turkmen in capital language is Namete. Uh huh. In yeah, my uh, uh, other dialect, it's like Namedotusan. Ele Namedotan. Nemedotpsan. Aha, Nemedotpsan. Nemedotpsan. So there's a difference. It's like Nemetian Neme. Uh-huh. Like Neme Neme. It's the same. Like what is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Etian, it's like in capital
Uh, uh, principal uh, part is the same and the other mm. uh, end is different, different. and uh, uh, in dialect I will tell uh, capital uh, and not, not just capital, that side, uh -huh. side of capital, their um, pronunciation more soft okay. and our pronunciation is more like like Russians, like it's coming uh, rough, rough like ah. certain. Okay, yeah. too early. Uh, too early. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, they are telling the letters softly. We are telling like, like hard. hard. Okay. Yeah. Only Turkmen word I know in my mind is uh, sukbal. I hope it's not bad word. <laughs> 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 no, no, it's not. It's not a bad word. In English, it's bad. That's why I remember it. Sukbal. Mm, suck ball. Suck ball. Yeah, suck, suck ball. ball. It's uh, thank you. It's, it means thank you, yes. Yeah, it means thank you. But for an English speaker, it means something else. Look, uh, <laughs> what it means? No, I'll tell you after the podcast. I'll tell you after the podcast. I can say this on air. But okay. could you say thank you? Thank you. Suck ball, it's look, if we will, word by word, we will translate, it means like, get health oh be healthy oh really yeah oh but you say it like thank you yeah suck ball yeah <laughs> suck ball. she didn't understand it but i'll tell her after the podcast word yeah. <laughs> that's uh, what else i can tell and our um uh, uniform in school we are wearing all of us green hmm. let me see, let me say and in uh, university we are wearing red Long uh, dresses with Wow, them. this is beautiful. Look at these girls. Yeah. With two, like, we are opening. Plates. Yeah, yeah, we are opening line. Like, it needs to be striped. Uh -huh. They are, like, looking to our, when we are entering to school. Before entering, they are looking. If they you didn't open it correct and you're open a little bit left or right, uh -huh. they are, like, taking, do it again. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Look at these cute Turkmen girls. Yeah, your, your uniform is cool. I might yeah, not. but I will tell. It's maybe for beautiful and it's interesting for you. But I will tell you, we irritate from this color. <laughs> you hate the you hate the color. You hate green. We irritate the from This is green. your color of a flag, right? The yeah, it's flag color of the. Uh, but you know, we are wearing just that color, and you are seeing just all of them green, green, blue. green, green, green. My like, uniform if, was if blue. If they was letting us wearing. Uh, changing with other colors if they was giving us three or four colors it was normalizing mm. um, just because it's green like after you when after, when you graduate you are taking 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 time to um, Taking time, you are not wearing green things. You understand? Yeah, you never yeah, wear green yeah, things. I'm done with green. I'm done. Yeah, and, and we were, were wearing tahiyan. Okay, it means like um, it's from Muslim, Muslim. Muslim heads. Yeah. Dude, this chick looks Come. Indian as fuck. <laughs> she looks very Indian. Yo. Yeah. That's like Persian. Persian. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Black eyebrows. Yeah, dude, there's a really beautiful girl from Turkmenistan, man. Oh, thank really. you. <laughs> yeah, really. Turkmen girls are like 
But even we was finding way to look more beautiful. We was finding ways to um, do our hair more beautiful uh -huh. or the uh, kind of the... Um, Okay, we, we are wearing green, but we was adding some details ah, to yeah, make yeah, it yeah, more yeah. beautiful. It, and it, this the thing, too. how you, it's called in English, I don't know how to explain it. Yaka. It's... Uh, the scar, no scar. Blouse? I think blouse. I don't uh, know I, how I'm to not explain not it. Explain. Yeah, uh, they are. Do these girls look Indian as fuck? Yo, I think they're maybe from the south, near to Persia. I mean, near to Iran. Yeah, yeah. They look Indian as fuck. Fuck, wow. Dude, Turkmen are some really interesting people. All my Turkmen friends are really nice people. All of them. Really cool people. For me, our um, people are more calm. No, no. <laughs> they're not calm. No, calm. It's if you will. Um, they're like mm, genuinely nice people. Gen we are gentle. 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 Mm. Uh, mm, if we will compare our culture with the Russians. Russians, uh, for me, they are rude. Ah, uh, okay. We are more gentle. We are, like, uh, trying to not hurt each other right. when we are talking. Right. And yeah, yeah, yeah. These things we have. They're very, mm, how to say, uh, like, gentlemen. Yeah, I can agree. Like, all of them are, like, always, they're like, Salaamu Alaikum, Alaikum yeah, Salaam. Yeah, yeah, And they ask, like, respect, very respect. respectful. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, in that sense, yeah, Turkmen people are very respectful. Yeah, well, even until now, I have this, you know, when I was walking in my um, uh, country, I saw, I, I know that people, I don't know when we are coming, I buy, I, we are telling, that's an extremely Central Asian thing because even when I'm walking in the street mm -hmm. if I see if, if I make eye contact with the Central Asian man I also like do that and he will also do that yeah if I do the same with Russian they are like um, what the fuck man away, like, don't they, look at me bitch <laughs> yeah that's the vibe that Russians give yeah and especially especially if like an old person from Central Asia I kind of yeah like, I love this. Yeah, it's really. How does it, it's really, it's a small thing, but it but makes it you makes, feel a big difference. Yeah, it for makes Central you feel people. good inside of you. Uh, yeah. If someone looking at you yeah, with yeah, eyes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you will smile back, yeah. and that day will be like wonderful. Exactly, really. Like something exactly, good happening in your yeah. life. Uh, when uh, here, if they uh, were uh, like. Another hmm. interesting thing. Like, people who start conversations with me on the road. Mm hmm. 95% are Central Asians, not Russians. 95%, 95% Central Asians come up to me like, and they're, they're talking Russian because mm. they, they, they know, uh, they might not know English. But 95% is always Central Asians. In the, like, if I'm buying from a Stalovo or some or a ma magazine, yeah. it's always Central Asian lady. Central like, Asian. Is it yeah. And one other thing about Central Asians is, I noticed is they have teeth with gold gold teeth yeah they have golden feelings what's the reason for that oh my god it's from um that soviet union times uh -huh. that times russian also was doing uh -huh. after you know medicine is grow up and here um they go to um also of um from dentist dentist yeah dentistry is um improve mm-hmm and it's uh, different and they are like looking so strange for golden teeth but in our country first gold wasn't that much expensive 
Oh. We, with uh, comparing with other countries, uh-huh. we could uh, we had the possibility to get golden uh, teeth. Was it fashion or was it like a medical process? Before it was fashion and after it's medical process. Oh my God! Wow. Because if your teeth is broke or it fall, yeah. you, they are putting uh, a golden. Oh my God! Do that. Corona, they are wearing the. Yeah. So what happens when the person dies? Do they like pull out the teeth? No. So the person dies with the teeth, golden teeth. Yes. Oh my God! So in like ten thousand years, there'll be a lot of mummies. Like one archaeologist find mummies in Central Asia. All of them will have golden Golden. teeth. Ah, God, dude. That's really interesting. And I haven't seen it in Russians. I have seen it in like these old, especially old, young ones I don't see, but old scintillation movements when they smile, they have like one, two, three, four golden teeth. My mom still has. Really? Yeah. Golden teeth. My tea. dad also. Oh, I thought, I thought it was just for women, but men also use men it. Men yeah? also use it. Wow. You should get some. <laughs> <laughs> no, you should get some. No, mine, like yours, or always is better your by like uh, natural naturals things, yeah, yeah true but if the gold prices drop then <laughs> after you are taking off and so <laughs> <laughs> i will replace all my teeth wow that's that's really interesting well yeah anything else you would like to add um that if you have time i will talk a little bit about our meals Without Davai, this, you know, this is the last podcast. In our countries, the carpet, the dog, and the horse uh-huh. are famous. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So time thing, I, we have to cut it off at three. Otherwise, I'll divide in two, mm-hmm. two episodes. So you have five minutes. Go for okay. it. Okay. <laughs> uh, the we have famous horses. Oh, they are like uh, kind of like Arabic horses, mm-hmm. but they are we are calling it Yanardag. Mm-hmm. They are tall. And they are more faster than others. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah and I, I, so I, beautiful. Yeah, white. They have white, right? Big They're, white. Yeah. Beast. <laughs> so beautiful. They're all, all of the colors. And like in my childhood also, I get one. Oh, you have a horse? No, I don't, but I ride them. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's uh, a cool. Yeah. And after, and it's, it's expensive, if you know. Uh, our dogs also mm-hmm. alibi and <laughs> carpets carpets like, we have it, the in the record genus also we have the, the longest carpets if i don't mistake one kilometer you like having world records <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know yes yeah we, we, we like nice. our government president Go like. likes <laughs> records do their image after the in eating things um famous things is uh they are heavy but for other countries can be the carpet mm, no eating meals ah, the meals okay yeah uh, for example palov uh, we are doing from um flavor the borsak things or uh we are eating so much meat yeah i'm a meat eater i love um, the, i love places like that yeah oh my god i get hungry <laughs> <laughs> I was hungry. Remembering them. <laughs> right. our bread is different mm-hmm um, like you yeah, yeah so we also, had a talk and yeah. Kerala porota and what her bread in her particular region is so similar yeah it's so similar yeah. we are also doing around and it's so um, crispy yeah and a lot of flavors exactly exactly yeah. 
So I'm saying you should come down to next time you're in India, you should come down to Kerala and try some beef and parotta. You like meat, I like meat, I like parotta, you like yeah. parotta. And definitely come down. There is one kind of like our famous in the side of Kotenda and Shmenabad there. Uh, they are cooking meat with in tandoor. Tandoor, yeah, tandoori. Yeah, and uh, you know the spices. Yeah. Um, the tree, like New Year tree. Yeah. The wild one. Uh-huh. They are taking the wild one and doing from the the uh, marination. And it's not dry one. They are taking the um, fresh and uh-huh. uh, the cooking with it. And you have the smell on on meat. You have the smell of the, oh, the tree, and oh, it's Jesus. so it became so soft. Oh my so, god! Uh, it's like, lunchtime. Go, it's yeah, lunchtime. <laughs> Stop talking about food. And the smell also. Wow. It's so wonderful. I should. I should definitely check that out. Yeah. Well, I think it's time. Yeah, it's that's bring this to close. That's, yeah, you. And Annabelle. Thank you so much welcome, for coming. Yeah, I know. Welcome. Thanks for you that you listen to me and we talk about it. Get, get known for other countries. Exactly. Bit, uh, exactly. Yeah, it's been a pleasure talking about Turkmenistan. And Thank I really you. appreciate you doing this, even though there are risks involved talking yeah. about the government. I really appreciate that. And I hope we kept our promise to keep it anonymous. Yeah. We didn't mention any details about yourself, which is key. So I hope. Everything will be all right. And thank you so much for doing Turkmenistan. I've been thank looking you. for this a person in Turkmenistan for a long time. I did an attempt in this episode once and I failed. Mm-hmm. And then I found her. So I'm really lucky. And thank you so much. Welcome. We will see if everything will be okay. Inshallah. Inshallah. We will open more interesting things for yeah. other countries about the dictator things and yeah. what's going on in our exactly. government exactly as long as you're ready i'm always happy yeah. to yeah. share it with anybody yeah i'm happy for sharing it well with that we come to the end of 22nd episode of machan was the world podcast and the end of season one thank you